1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. That's right. The voice you hear is me, the CEO Tim Sherry and your host tonight. We are back. The whole gang is back. I am here tonight with my three boys, my three bros, my three esteemed colleagues. yo! The gang is all back together for an evening or maybe maybe a lot of evenings from now, who knows. What's important is we're back together tonight, and we're doing what we do best, and that's getting drunk and talking about movies. <laughs> I am about halfway to the first one. I'm about to get knee deep in the second one. Uh, that sounded weird. Anyways, uh, we're going we're to keep rolling here. I'm excited. We're just pumped to be back. Uh, It's been too long. We'll get into that. We'll We'll talk to everybody. We'll talk about the topic tonight, which is going to be a good time, but we're going to do things the way I like to do things, the way I always did things when I hosted this show, and that means we're going to start it off by going around the panel and talking to the players. Of course, like usual, we have to start it off with my COO the number one ranked movie guy for I don't know umpteen weeks I've lost fucking track at this point but he is my big bro the number two man in charge he is the hot shot banker Mr. Andrew Sherry what's up man yes TW you wanted me yeah oh uh, yeah you're here now kid <laughs> I summoned it's like Kelly with Charles Minor. Yes, Yes, Charles. You wanted me. (laughs) Yeah. I figure if I say it enough time, you know, she says it enough times, he will want her. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to call you Hannon. I'm going to call you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm doing good. I'm I'm happy to see some, um, some old faces. Mm. Well, nobody's seeing the faces that is listen that are listening to us, but you're hearing the old voices, especially when we swing something down somewhere. Oh, we're gonna get there. Don't whoa, steal. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. it. Right, right, we're getting there. We're Doing good done- though. Doing good. Doing good. I'm right. glad you. I'm glad to see you tonight. I am pumped. I am ready. For- I am ready to bust my movie nut tonight. All right, and <laughs> and I- I- unlike other times. I it won't be in two minutes. All right, this thing is gonna last a while. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of busting in two minutes, I'm gonna swing this over now to my another one of my big bros, my producer, the editor, the award winning, the very handsome. Hair looks fucking great tonight, and I'm telling you, if uh, if you're someone who frequents route three rest stops in the new england area you <laughs> have run into this guy clearly in more ways than one he is the movie council's daddy mr dan sherry what's up bud we're to do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> <What is that?
0: laughs> we need to do a podcast we had to get the whole crew back together and i am excited to have us all here this is gonna be fun tonight baby was that me yeah that, that that was you
1: <laughs> i don't remember that
0: no no one more time here you go yeah please
1: With that do a pod <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> I, do a podcast? <laughs> I don't yeah i don't i know it's
0: me i said it
1: I, I yeah, yeah i don't recall but great well yeah so you pumped you're ready to go tonight kid? oh
0: i can't wait yeah this, this is gonna be a fun topic tonight uh yeah should be good you know, it's it's been a while since we've all been together, so we we, we should have a good time doing it, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're we have some good stuff to talk about. So I'm excited. Uh, I I'm pumped. You ready? Are you ready to get really excited, DP? Because oh we're, we're yes. about to do something. I'm gonna pull my pants down right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, stand up before you do. So I would say you're in range. <laughs> Camera range. We are gonna do the thing that the the fans they go crazy over. The chicks swoon over this. I'm telling you we're going to do it if y'all are ready we're going to swing it on down to charlotte let's talk Woo! to my boy my bro the director of art the director of security for this movie council he took some other jobs he just kind of signed up on a sign up sheet somewhere so he's got some <laughs> he's got some other roles within the, the company fair. yeah he just he's just that now cuz he said so that's how we roll here at the movie council he is the very handsome the very sexual the very toit, the very eloquent, smooth-talking, handsome, southern gentleman, Mr. Market, bounder out. What's up, buddy?
2: Not much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, those warm welcomes and accolades, as always. Yeah. Good to be here. Obviously, I haven't seen you boys in a while, man. This is going to be fun. I'm excited for it. And DP, I don't think you said what number it is, but, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm Please just tell- excited about the... <laughs>
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 69. Hell yeah! hey (laughs) We are children, so we fucking love that it's 69.
2: You you mentioned it was 69. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I want to come back. This is it.
0: Hey, guys, talk talk about yourselves for 30
1: seconds. I just spilled my drink. Hold on. (laughs) Not bad. It's not bad. Just give me one second.
0: (laughs) I I mean, because if we look back on it, this entire podcast almost started because of the number 69 like Tim talked about his uh top 100 list and of course we had to ask oh what was number 69 yeah and it was Garden State yeah yeah. and then we just went off talking movies we talked about Garden State talked about our favorites and three hours later it was the four of us on the fucking you know FaceTime call talking movies yeah and and now boom this podcast.
1: Eight other family members had all disowned us at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, right, uh, now idiots. here we are.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So 69, uh a special number in more ways than one for the mm-hmm. movie council. Yeah, clearly,
1: clearly. I told you guys about busting my movie nut tonight. You stole my thunder with the 69, which is all <laughs> right, Mark. D. I know you've been very excited about this. Yeah. If that if if the number episode 69 is what brought you back to the table. You should seek counseling for one. But two, <laughs> That's
2: honestly, all it was.
1: But 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 two, uh, I'm I'm happy that it brought you back to the table. I'm back. We're gonna talk about uh, you know at some point during the show tonight. We'll talk about what we're gonna do for the future uh, in the in the interim. In these uh, weeks that Mark and I have been here, AJ and DP have been getting after it, doing some TV, talking oh, about yes. Resident Alien, which has been hot this season. I've I've oh. really been enjoying it. Uh, so, are, really you, feel- are you fully caught up, Tim? Yeah, I just watched. Episode? I watched the most recent episode. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It, it was a fucking great one. Yeah. Oh, it was nope. just hysterical. Love those, those spoilers shows, in case funny. you've been listening <laughs> to the podcast. No spoilers. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want. Marky, to, you don't watch Resident Alien, right? Marky's almost. no, I haven't picked up <clears throat> yet.
2: But yeah, are you, uh, should, uh, should you guys great. tell me that you have to pay for it now, up to a certain episode or something.
0: Yeah. Well, well, it's a sci-fi show, sure. so if you
1: it, yeah, you can watch if you have the sci-fi channel, you can just watch it, but on demand gotcha. or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I no longer have cable, so I have to stream everything, so. Gotcha. But if you have cable, you can just, yeah. I think I got it. Cable.
2: Yeah. Shit. I didn't know it was.
1: Yeah, sci-fi is mo- usually part of most of those basic packages. So right, yeah. It, but it's a good show. You'll love it. Right
2: but yeah, I need to check it out.
1: We're not talking TV tonight. We're talking movies. We're going to get into our movie Hell topic in yeah. just a minute, and we're going to keep it themed like we usually do. But, DP, can you go ahead and, re- uh, you have an email for us, right, from one of our favorite uh-huh. listeners.
0: I do, yes. So uh, we actually got this email a little while ago, but it was kind of right at the tail end when, uh, you know, as a council, we all kind of needed a break, you know. So, so this one's been sitting there for a little bit, but it is from our uh, from our good friend Michael Slayback, who enjoys just roasting the living shit out of us. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. But he did, he reached out with his five bunker movies. So I, hmm. I, I wanted to read them to yeah, you guys. You know, so uh, Michael Slayback reached out. He said, uh, hey, if Tim comes back, I'd love to be a guest speaker, which, again, yet another person angling to get onto the podcast. Everybody, but hey, every single person. Don't blame Hot him. Place. Don't blame him. But uh, here's Not his happening. five bunker movies. Uh, number one, Tenet. And he says, after a few years, I might actually understand it. Mm. Uh, number two, Fair. Team America. There we go. oh, yeah! Hell yeah! Number three, Dodgeball. Yeah, all right. Ah, uh, big fan of that. Uh, number four, Dazed and Confused. Huh? Okay. Good. That's flick. a great flick. That's oh, one I don't think we've movie. ever talked about it at all. No, maybe podcast. one week
1: we should we should do Stoner movies. Right, uh, that's our topic. That'd be fun, Marky. Write Is. that down.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> with, that's with just one right your up my fences. alley, baby. So, and then uh, number five, uh, not sure if this is real or if he's just fucking with you the way Patrick does. But mm-hmm. number five, Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, I think he's fucking with me.
1: It's, uh, that's that's basically what he does. Yeah, he uh, can't like that movie. No I was waiting for self-respect. I mean, come on, it's it's basic math right there. He picked mostly good movies and then he, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: then throws in Armageddon. Yeah. So I haven't that's a seen. Solid you know what? I,
1: I, I got to be honest. I haven't seen Tenet. It's, I have um, not either. Right, Nolan film, but I haven't yeah, seen, seen it either. I've been I don't to it, I don't like
2: for it as much as some of his other ones, but it is uh, pretty. Uh, powerful flick and it's one of those ones where it's yeah, i guess you need to watch it a few times to kind of really mm-hmm. get your mind around it so yeah, people either gotta, like it or they don't but you know i thought it was all right
1: i gotta put some time aside that's a long one too
2: right it's, it yeah. is long yeah mm-hmm. no I, it was pretty good um i've only seen it the one time but uh you know i liked interstellar and inception mm-hmm. better but
0: flicks oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: no, that's a pretty solid list from that guy. What's yeah. his name again?
0: Mike. Yeah, Michael, Michael
2: Slavak. So, he, he was
1: my old boss at the uh, yeah. restaurant I worked at.
2: I was waiting for him to mention a movie that I could like make fun of him for, but... I I stand by all those. Even Armageddon. That's a fun one to. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> Michael Bay. Just fucking
0: with Tim. I, yeah. I enjoy Armageddon. Too. It you, is you, so
1: You would. You probably <laughs>
0: fucking like Con Air too. That
1: movie dude, dude, Con Again, Air fucking rules. So, so stupid. That movie it's is badass Awful, but I, you know what? I love The Rock. You've seen The Rock. When oh, yeah, came? there you go. So, oh sure. speaking of which can i just do something really really quick and Marky, mm. you're gonna i think you'll like this we're gonna next month we're definitely gonna do um an oscars episode because i think the Osc- mm-hmm. oscars at the end of march uh yes. but the nominees came out so i did the same thing this year that i did last year i've been tracking the entire award season because as we've talked about every major metropolitan city of the fucking country has some type of austin film critics circle awards like everybody does movie awards there's shit tons of them and i follow them and i look them up you know because i have like a calendar and i I, of when they are and i look up the results one thing that has really bothered me about these oscar nominations is the best so best actor that came out uh, mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch has been running away with it for the most part for *Power of the Dog*, which sucked, by the way. We could talk about it another time, <laughs> but I fucking thought it was terrible. But uh, he was great, so I have no problem with that. Um, the person who seemed to be in second place for the most part was Nick Cage for *Pig*.
2: Hell yeah, right? Mm.
1: And really, but but you look well, like so. D.P. Uh, Will Smith w- w- was in the running in a lot of these for *King Richard*. King
0: Richard, he was good in that. Yeah, dude. Denzel. I liked that.
1: Denzel for The Tragedy of Macbeth. He's been in the running. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you guys We've seen The Tragedy in- of Macbeth? I haven't. But I have the, not either. So Just curious. So, the, it's a Coen Brothers movie, I believe, right?
2: I think so. That's yeah. what I'm curious
1: about. It should be interesting. But my, my point is, Nick Cage for Pig was he was a distant second in the running, but he was in there and he got snubbed. He did not get nominated. In fact, the, uh, the writing, I, the guy's name is Sarnofsky was the writer and director. He got a bunch of writing nominations and a couple of wins here and there. Nothing. And nice. I don't know if you guys have seen Pig or not. I know Marky has because we talked about it. That's a good flick. It's yeah, different. It it's not what you expect. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's bizarre. Um, well. But it, yeah, it's really good. And I think Nick Cage... Uh, It's really, really good. So maybe one week, you know, if you guys want to watch it, we can get into it more. But I just, you know, I'm going to be obsessing about the Oscars over the course of the next six weeks or so. And um, I am already, you know, I get pissy with the Oscars. I'm already pissy about this snub. It's ridiculous. Yes, Mm -hmm. AJ. So first off, yeah. So the Oscar voting is, um, we can argue that whatever, because it, it can be really sketchy sometimes. Yeah. But also I think Cage himself, was a little divisive sometimes, like through sure. his career, sure. like whether you know, because he's done yeah. a lot of like really shitty movies, like at a point well, I, in his career when he well, was just trying to cost make some money, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right. but he's, you know, he's he's done some edgier stuff too, and he's done some. So, you know, I think maybe the short shrift is a, a byproduct of the Oscars, and you know, maybe just Cage himself. I don't know. Yeah, but, but, but I haven't itch- seen I haven't seen Pig. But AJ, couldn't you make the same argument about Will Smith? You know, sure. you know I mean, sure. And he he got nominated. So, I mean, but Smith uh, Smith is a little more Smith is a little more uh, user friendly. Yeah, a little more know. mainstream. To, no, that's a good way to put it. No, he yeah. is. You know, Nick Cage is his own animal for real. Right. In the last right. few years he's, he's just different. He's gone yeah. off the reservation and, and this performance. has the decades. Yeah, he's picked mm-hmm. up a lot, a lot, a lot,
2: a lot of projects. Like he owes a lot of people money, and he's just yeah. trying to work as oh, much th- as he can. Right,
1: right, right. He did, he did. I know that was a thing. I'd read that a little bit, or read some rumors about that somewhere. But this particular, and I've not seen Pig, by the way. So my apologies, and I will, I will see it. But I'm hearing it's different. And from I'm hearing from not from me, but not from just you. But I know Mark, he liked it a lot, and I've heard some other really good stuff. I read some great reviews about it. Um, I don't know, and maybe you guys can tell me. Maybe the subject matter is you know, maybe the Oscars shied away from the subject matter. It is weird.
2: It is, well, weird, it is, it's It's weird, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe Different. that's not their normal type of well, it's not anybody's normal type I can't, of yeah, there's I a, bunch, there's a bunch of
1: old old dudes voting on the Oscars, like it's just a very it's one of those clubs, you know what I mean? Those Oscar yeah. voters, Marky. I can't I I really think, I can't compare it to anything. No, it's, it's, it's just, unique, it's really it's a it's a beast of its own and it's uh yeah. a great performance from cage but uh, anyways yeah i don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole because we can talk shit about the oscars for you know a whole episode which we should at some point but um i think i think it's something to keep an eye on um because there are some more um awards leading up to it like screen actors guild and a few other you know important ones and I, it'd be interesting to see if mm-hmm. cage gets in there and i can't remember i, I want to say he got a Golden nomination, but I, I I can't recall. Either way, um, uh, good flick. Check it out. I think it's either on Netflix or Hulu. I definitely watched it for on one of the subscriptions. It was okay. on Netflix. Maybe it moved to Hulu. I can't remember, but uh, good flick. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's not very long. It's like it's like it's like ninety minutes long. It's a quick one. So good stuff. So. Holds you I, holds you tight there the whole time. It does definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I will say I've actually seen a few of these uh, best picture nominees. But mm-hmm. well, these past three years, I hadn't seen any of them. But like, a few. But I, I've seen King Richard. Uh, I've seen, we've seen Coda. Coda, uh, yeah. Yeah, Dune. Dune, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've seen a handful of them. And uh, yeah, they're all pretty good ones. So I, I actually like this crop this year of uh, of nominees. Yeah, I, I mean, except for the one that's probably going to win, which is Belfast, which. I know fucking Jack shit about. I, well, I've never well, seen it. I know but, nothing it. So, but but bad DP, bad. DP the
1: the thing is, yeah, they're saying that but Power of the Dog is the one that's been running away with it. through all Really? The mm. Yeah. That's actually. I, I, yeah, you, yeah, I've you and I that. can can argue that. I, I actually enjoyed Power of the Dog. Oh, I thought it was, I, yeah, it was, I watched it. Was, it. it was I, uh, I thought it was horse shit. But we that's that's an argument for another day. My yeah, my, my, my point is um, that's been running away with Best Picture. The girl who directed it has been running away from the. best I mean, yeah, she's James actually Campion. she she's run away even more than the than the than the movie has. She herself mm-hmm. as a director, and she's won a bunch of writing awards for it too along the way. And Cody Smith McPhee for Best Supporting. Kirsten Dunst, who would just stumbled around like a drunken idiot for most of it. I, you know,
0: Hell yeah! But um, anyways,
1: anyway, Jesse Plemons, whose face is just so punchable. But anyways. I'm oh, sorry. Fat Matt, we're Damon. Getting, yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting to. Who does? By the smart? way, speaking we're of talking, he's
0: about um, hey, like who's he with? Kirsten Dunst, and they're both nominated, and uh, yeah. I think it, who else nominated? Uh, Penelope Cruz, and uh, Javier Bardem, maybe. But yeah. so, someone. There are two couples that are both nominated. Oh, I see Nicole Kidman there. and Javier Bardem for the Ricardo's movie. Nicole Kidman is with. Javier no, Bardugo. no, no! It's uh, what's her name? The uh, Penelope Cruz is nominated, uh, and for whoever, parallel mothers. Yeah. oh, real life yeah.
1: couples, you mean?
0: Yeah, real life couples. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, two oh, real life couples yeah. are nominated. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah uh, Penelope um, Cruz was at parallel mothers. Yeah, mothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So any Hoosiers? But, um, we we yeah, this this, know, this, this brand is brand Oscar night conversation. So. We have a different topic yeah, well, to get to, sure. right? Because so this is a Friday night. We're doing this, and we are so we are two days. Before the Super Bowl, so this will probably drop the bum, day bum, after, bum. right, DP?
0: Yes, this will drop on Monday. And wow, what a great Super Bowl that was, huh? Yeah. How about right. when <laughs> that yeah. Insert. Remember, here. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Remember that pass for the yeah. touchdown
1: and yeah. right uh, before the halftime. But anyways, show. we're getting we're getting gear. And the halftime, halftime show was amazing too. Remember. In all in
2: yeah. all seriousness, what do you guys think's going to be the outcome of the game? Because it will be funny to uh, listen to this off, baby. Yeah, well, I want Bengals to win. Oh, but, Joe Burrow's
1: my hero after he really did to Pat Mahomes and his stupid life. Uh, <laughs> oh, his, God. So. It, 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 shit.
0: shit, brother Jackson. Oh, God, oh. dude. They're all doing oh.
1: TikToks because they're up oh. three touchdowns. Fuck them. And then Burrow just blows them away. Oh, he's my <laughs> hero. They were
2: doing TikToks while they were still in the field. Yeah, they were, like, in the box. They
1: were, like, in the Patrick Mahomes suite doing TikToks oh. with a three-touchdown lead, and then – Joe Burrow just got medieval on them in the second. Oh, game. his! Uh, I, I thought you meant. Well, I thought you meant
2: Mahomes and the. His wife and his Bradley. family in the box. Bro- I got oh, they are man. the worst. I was going to say there was, isn't there, there's. There's got to be some uh, league rules against like fucking ticktalking yeah, on the sure. field.
1: probably not. I'd like to see the Bengals. I really, I want. am rooting. I'm going to be rooting hard for them. Yeah. Um, time. I kind of. I feel like the Rams. They just got
0: like they got more like in the trenches there with that different yeah line. Aaron Donald can change a game right yeah. so I'd, like, I'd like to see
1: yeah I'd like to see Matt Stafford win one cuz he was just stuck on that awful team for so long I wonder what I think the like Rams are going to I think the Rams are going to pull it out but I really I actually think it's going to be a dynamite game AJ AJ still heartbroken over Tim Crumry breaking his fucking leg in that Super Bowl back in like 19 19- 80, yeah. whatever we, that was. We, we watched that at, at Dave Bosworth's house.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you remember that too?
0: <laughs> like one of my like only first memories of a Super Bowl is we watched it at Dave Bosworth's house and Tim Crumry's ankle fucking yeah, snapped like a quake. As, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. My my first memory of a Super Bowl is dad like wiping his tears away after the Patriots got stomped by the Bears in 86. Like that was <laughs>
0: We're in that fucking game! Oh God! Oh, that was a, a brutal massacre. game. Oh, yeah. refrigerator
1: Perry got in on the action. Anyway, yeah, it was like okay, insult, down,
0: insult to injury. You know, we're going down a path. Yeah, po- poor Walter Payton couldn't get a touchdown, but the fridge did. Yeah, fuck that big fat fuck. Right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, let's Are get... we a movie podcast? Yeah,
1: let's get to it. Let's get to it because, like I said, we have the Super Bowl coming Sunday, um, and this is going to be dropping the day after the Super Bowl. Hope it's a great game, but because of that, we we want to talk some sports movies tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to talk about, you know, we said our favorites. I don't know if I necessarily wrote down all my favorites, but I definitely there's a mm-hmm. few I want to talk about. But uh, so we want to talk too. about either our favorites or just any sports movie in general. But I guess we're going to go with mostly our favorites. DP, mm-hmm. what do you got? Uh, in the in the fear that you're going to say the one that I want to say, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to roll the dice. What do you got?
0: Okay, I will go ahead, uh, I'm, I'm confident no one's going to say this one, because, uh, like you said, I'm going with three movies that, uh, well, well, one of them is a great film, the other two, maybe not great movies, you know, but I love them. I love watching these movies, and this first one, again, it, it's, it's a little cliche and whatnot, But goddamn, like it it brings tears to my eyes when i watch it uh and that is the 2002 disney film the rookie the dennis quaid starring film about Mm -hmm. uh this major league pitcher named jim morris jimmy morrison or jimmy morris that uh you know like he was drafted in his 20s and then got injured and gave up baseball and became like a high school teacher. And in his thirties as a coach of the baseball team, his team convinced him to try out for uh, the, for a major league team. And he actually made it to the major leagues as a, like a 35 year old rookie. And it's just, it's a great fucking film. I love watching the rookie. Please tell me one of you has seen this movie.
1: DP, I've seen it. It
0: was a long
1: time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it him. came actually,
0: out two thousand two. Wow. Yeah, he I, actually uh,
1: pitched a couple of seasons. I think he was pitched for the yeah. Rays at one point. Um, yeah,
0: he was with the Devil Rays for a couple of yeah. years. Um,
1: it's been a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I despise Dennis Quaid, so oh wow, it's a little tough. Why?
0: For me. Uh, wow, just, what's with
1: the Dennis Quaid hatred? D- look, look up some Dennis Quaid stuff. All right, because uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm gonna dispute.
2: guess. It's something to do with drinking and uh, some public
1: <laughs> no, intoxication, no, it, it, maybe some racial um, slurs. No, 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 no. It, it has uh, way more to do with the fact that he thinks he's way more of a star than he actually is, oh, okay. and uh, he's a <laughs> he's very, active, very so. arrogant cocksucker. That's so. That's what. He's been and I, for a I, long there time. There's some stories that I heard. About one specific movie, but it's also a sports movie. And I think AJ might be bringing it up tonight, so I don't want to say it now. DP, don't say it. All right. So yeah. if AJ brings it up, we'll get back more into Dennis Quaid then. Um, and if not, I'll fuck. I'm him not right. bringing up a Dennis Quaid movie, so you can go. Oh, ahead. Okay. Then All he right. was a he was a from what I read was a total cunt in any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I and yeah. How long did that take before I just dropped the C bomb? Sorry. About that. <laughs> um, he, he, he. I heard people were taking legitimate shots at him. On the field, like when they were supposed to, like just be like fake tackling him, they were trying to really? kill him. And he, I think he ended up hurting his shoulder or something. Because someone, someone tried to fucking murder him because he was a dick.
2: How old was he in that? I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that movie.
1: I he was probably like, playing on mean, the field. Look, he he was probably in the movie. He was playing like a guy like in his late thirties, but he was probably right. Like he he was a 40s. like an aging quarterback. Yeah. But he, I mean, he, the guy. I, the guy, I won't really. take it away from the guy. He's in fantastic shape. So I mean, you know, he can get away with it. But um, anyways, TP, I'm sorry, the rookie um again it's been a long time so i can't talk about it too too eloquently but um i do remember enjoying it it was definitely feel good
0: yeah it's, it's one of those super feel good movies um like uh the cast is great like all the the young actors that play the high school baseball team are great like spanish from uh, old school yeah. is one of the players. Uh, Spanish. Yeah, Jay Hernandez is one of them. Like they, they get a good cast, uh, and, and it's just a heartwarming story. You know, they, it, it's basically a story about second chances, and mm-hmm. I just fucking loved it. It, it. it's it's not an amazing film, right? Filmmaking wise, but goddamn, do I love watching it! It just makes me feel good to watch it. And yeah, great story, great fun to watch. I I totally recommend it. If you get Disney Plus, go ahead and check out The Rookie from 2002. It's it's a good film. And yeah, I loved it.
3: I've
2: right. never seen it, but it, yeah, yeah, You said Disney movie, they they hardly ever go wrong, man. They Yeah, they've
3: got it, a it's
0: like down. rated G. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those family-friendly mm-hmm. schlocky movies, but as yeah. far as schlock movies go, it's a damn good one, you know.
1: Well, we so know that the, Tim doesn't like feel good, maybe, so <laughs> yeah. it hurts his soul. That's true. That
3: true. So it, that's
1: it not came, true. <laughs> it came out in two thousand two. So, and yeah. I'm sure you guys know that I used to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, heard, Wait, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! I heard that rumor. <laughs> Sounds
1: and uh, so that was that was in that was in my Blockbuster heyday there. So I didn't mm-hmm. see the rookie. Um, I just. You know, honestly, I don't recall it being too too memorable for me. But you know, it was very like kind of standard fair sports movie. Yeah, I'm not a huge Dave Dennis Quaid fan. Well, I'm sort of overstating that. I'm not a Dennis Dennis Quaid yeah. fan. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I don't remember it being bad. You know, but um, definitely... it
0: is a great story too. Like, I mean, this dude. Yeah, like, the story's you know cool. he, he was drafted when he was like 19 years old uh you know was in like minor league ball and threw, blew out his shoulder i was gonna say
1: didn't he didn't he get tommy john or something like that yeah or he had, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah and thought his career was done so he just became like a high school teacher and a coach and then playing with his, the high school team is coaching he started throwing batting practice and all of a sudden realized he could throw like 98 miles an hour all of a sudden yeah and yeah and so in the movie like, like, it almost seems like it's fake. Like, his first start right. or first time showing up in the big leagues was in Texas, where he's from. And the first batter he faces, he strikes him out. Damn. But that is actually what goddamn happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, the first time he ever pitched in the big leagues was in Texas, where he's from. And he struck out the one batter he faced on four pitches. So, I like, yeah, it's one of those almost too good to be true but really was true moments and goddamn it, I loved it. It makes you smile. It makes you happy to watch the rookie get out again.
1: You yeah. know what it is? That's a cool
2: story too. Yeah,
0: yeah, it really is. I love second chance stories like that. So All
1: right. It's yeah, it's good. It's a good start DP. Yeah. Hit it right hit it right down the fucking fairway, right down the that's middle right. there. Yeah. Set us all up. <laughs> Yeah, it might not up. be
0: 300 yards, but it's yeah, on the we're, fairway. Yeah, we're going to set
1: Marky up for a nice iron shot right here, okay? <laughs> yeah. Marky, what do you got? Tell Easy. me one of your favorites. Um.
2: So sports movies, I was having a little bit of a hard time here. This is one of those things where I had to uh, bounce ideas off my wife and kind of like, you know. My wife. Think, think about it. Thank you a little bit. And she helped me out with some, lob some back. But uh, I feel like I don't watch a whole lot of sports movies. So I started reaching a little bit into, I guess, you know, further down my list. This one's uh, through and through a sports movie. I think you'll agree. Uh, This is from 2011, starring Sean William Scott and uh, Jay Baruchel. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He also wrote it. Uh, And this is the first goon movie, the hockey film, where Sean William Scott um, plays an enforcer.
0: Yeah, What's this was now? my next movie. Uh, was it? Oh, nice. Another one. <laughs> I fucking love Goon. Oh
1: movie, my god, it's such
0: mm-hmm. a great film. Have you not so seen good. it, AJ? I, I it have not heard
1: in, of
0: it. Really? No,
1: it came out in 2011. Oh. It, when
2: it, it was a little bit under the radar, but I felt like it uh, picked up traction pretty quick. Like I don't know if it was released at theaters or not, maybe a limited release. But yeah, it was once people found small, out about it,
0: limited release for sure. AJ
1: loves under the radar movies.
2: It's it's spread. You, I think you would like this, AJ. <laughs> It spread uh, pretty quick. Under the and radar
1: pick of the week.
2: <laughs> it became well liked enough like... to where they made a second one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, mm-hmm. But Goon, so Goon is a uh, hockey movie. Um, it's based off a book uh, written is? by a guy. Goon is
1: based off a book. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, that's it's it's a true uh, story.
2: Yeah, Doug Glatt is the guy that wrote the book, and that's what it's based off.
1: That's of. yeah, that's who you shot. That's his name, right? The movie.
2: Show yes glad. uh-huh. the gladiator yeah yeah so he was an Doug, enforcer Doug. and <laughs> yeah he was like a bouncer and just a big ass dude and uh he lived in somewhere in canada and then just came on as a minor league hockey player and as an enforcer just beat the shit out of people he was mm. a terrible hockey player couldn't skate couldn't play but it was good at fighting people and protecting other players and the mm-hmm. movies so movie's just a comedy really of him kind of going down this path of just whooping ass on the ice. And then I don't know if this actually happened in real life. I think it was just maybe in the book. I haven't dug into it too deep, but he ends up going into the major leagues for a spell because he's uh, just so good at fighting. And he was always like looking up to this one player. I forget his name, but it's played by Lee Schreiber yeah. and he's like ross,
0: this ray. Like, ross, ross, ray. ross ray ross ray that's <laughs> right his
2: character is so badass like he's always smoking and drinking like right before mm-hmm. he goes on the ice and shit and he's tough as nails he's an old aging player that's like uh, aging out but uh doug glatt they finally like meet each other on the ice and it's like this this building up like they're seeing each other and you know they know that the, the time's coming and it's this nice like build up and crescendo of when they finally get to have this fight together between, uh, like the old champion and the new guy coming up. It was a real fun movie and cool. But, um, Jay Baruchel helped co-write that. He's really funny. You know, he's runs, throws his hat in the ring with, uh, what's his face, Seth Rogen and those guys Mm -hmm. for a lot of shit. So pretty talented writer, um, especially when it comes to comedy. But, uh, yeah, I I, I uh, highly recommend that one if you haven't seen it. Generally. So I've
1: seen it, I've seen it, and um, I definitely it was one I don't know like I, I I really enjoyed the first half. By the time the second half of the movie came around, it started to get a little repetitive for me. Um, mm. I did like some of the little nuances in it though, like uh, like when they did have that fight. You remember Sean William Scott blows his ankle out in the fight, right? And mm-hmm. and and. Ross, Ross the boss the referee started jumping he's like don't you fucking man. like George,
3: I, I I that's, a, that's that actually part. a very common, he picks his whistle up yeah that's, exactly. yeah, that's a very,
1: actually man. a very common thing with these kind of veteran enforcers in the league they're mm. not ju- the refs will not jump in until they tell them it's okay to do so that's not uncommon yeah um right. and another thing too like if you remember the scene where he drops the gloves remember that he said the guy says good luck to him Remember he fights yes. him. That, yeah that's George LaRock that he yes, fights He's an a, actual
0: uh, fighter, and th- that's based on something that happened. Happened in to Larocque. Yeah. He, he yeah. was
1: mic'd up on like <laughs> NHL on NBC or something, and he actually LaRock said good luck to the guy before he fought him. Yeah. So yeah, I liked kind of like some of those cool little nuances, those hockey nuances yeah. in it. Um, and it was definitely funny, and I did like the idea of you know at the end of the day, it it, it got a little it got a little much and a little cheesy, but like him trying to protect that kid. That they had mm-hmm. that, like had all the potential, the, the yeah. forward there that he was trying Xavier to uh, yeah. He was Lafoure. trying to keep the, the yeah, Lafoure. guy Lafoure. was just an Lafoure asshole, and he was afraid to get hit on the ice. And like that was like the idea that was the enforcer's job was to protect those guys. Yes. Marty McSorley made a whole fucking career out of protecting, protecting Wayne Gretzky. You know? yep. um, it's, it was the same idea. So I, I like that about it. So it's, it's a good flick. It's one of those ones like we talk about. If I see it on, I'll watch the rest of it.
0: Yeah, you. it's one I've watched a bunch of times. Like I say, it's on my list. I'm gonna to have to go with one of my uh, one of my honorable mentions that I'll talk about uh, later. But, uh, dude, I love Goon. It's such a great flick. Uh, it's got one of my favorite movie lines of all time, where um, when Doug Glatt shows up at like the new team and the uh, like the captains introducing introducing him to everyone, and like the crazy ass goalie's like, "Oh, this is so and so." And he looks at him and goes, All right, hey, there are two rules. One, don't touch my fucking Percocets. And two, do you have any fucking Percocets? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of my favorite movie lines ever. There's a lot
2: of good lines in that movie. This, yeah. there's a lot of good characters in that. Like those the yeah. old line. Sean Williams
0: Scott is super yeah, likable like in it. Yes. Yeah, the, the crazy Russian dudes are fucking hilarious. Right, constantly just v- making fun of all their teammates to the point it's like, dude, this isn't even funny. You're just being mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they're just laughing like, ah, ha, ha. Yes, we gonna fuck your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I even Sorry, like the like girl. Yeah, I like.
1: It. I like even like Sean Williams got some love interest in there. That girl, she's mm-hmm. funny. She's got yeah. like yeah. Some sick twisted things that most Canadian people do. But right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But she's she's cute. I like that. That whole thing's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's good. Fun, I like man. how um, like, it's it's fun. I was a goon too. Eh, but you know, he's right. not
2: like a uh, like an angry like violent. Well, he's he's a very violent person, but he's not yeah, like, but necessarily he's, an angry person. Yeah. Like he's very nice to people. He's just like, like a
0: big like kind of dummy, but typical, knows he's a dummy. And, typical yeah. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy, but will fight you with the drop of a hat. Well, he, his
2: <laughs> family is uh, super smart too, and so he's yeah, like, really yeah. embarrassed about what yeah. he's doing. But,
0: yeah. Ah, God! I love Goon. I fucking love that. Like I said, it was one of my top three. So, All right. I, I'm, Sam I'm, actually uh, so with you there, Marky. I love Sam.
2: It. Sam reminded me about that one. She brought that up when I was bouncing movies off. So I got to give credit mm-hmm. to her for bringing that one and stealing it from you.
0: Yeah.
1: So nice. All right, there right. we go. AJ, you got one for us? Yeah. So. <clears throat> I feel like most sports movies fall into like a few categories. You know, they, you, there's your just your comedies, then there's like the underdog story, and then the, the the redemption arc, whatever. Right. This one is more of like a film that's not even close to that. It's it's more of like like a descent into darkness, and that's and it's Oscar winning film, nineteen uh, eighties Raging Bull.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: where Robert De Niro won a well-deserved Oscar for his portrayal of Jake LaMotta, the middleweight boxer um, in the '40s, who, um, you know, grew up in the Bronx, not educated, and went on to win the middleweight title and had like wars with Sugar Ray Robinson, but his life was one of, um a lot of personal strife, a lot of violence. He beat the crap out of his wife, had a huge Mm, religiously yeah, had a huge falling out with his brother because of it all and um, um, it's just a sad, sad story and uh, but the performance by De Niro, you can't take your eyes off him throughout the entire course of it Um, and there, it's based on a book by Lamada, mm-hmm. which is wild. Because <laughs> the guy write. was he, the guy. He lived, well, he lived to like ninety-five years old, okay. yeah, like, it, yeah. which is crazy. He died in like two thousand seventeen. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> fucked up, um, man. Like, it really is for a guy did over a hundred fights in a time where, like, they didn't stop the fight when you got your bell rung. You had to like basically be dead, and they'd stop the fight. You know, like that's to, for him to live to that age, and you know if he was on know. Broadway. You, you, anyway, okay, sorry, AJ. It's, it's,
0: no, that's it's all right.
1: I, I, um, it was nominated for eight Oscars. Like, yeah, so oh, it, 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 uh, it went home with two the the performance by De Niro and um, film editing, I think. But mm-hmm. I think Joe Pesci was nominated for an Oscar. It was, as, this, his, it was his breakout role. As that was Joe Pesci's Yeah, it was as his only his movie.
2: I've never seen it. What was uh, Joe Pesci's uh, character in that
1: movie? He played played his his brother Joey, his younger brother Joey. Yeah, Yeah. and um, just a tortured soul too. I mean, just and then, yeah, really, really. But every scene of that movie um, is is intense. There's just an intensity to it. Uh, There are scenes in that film that I'll be watching it, and Jake's. Jake's having these conversations with people in his personal life, you know, sort of like you can tell, like the the um, the paranoia and the jealousy is just ramping up, and you're like, dude, pump the brakes. He's terrifying. He's pump terrified the brakes. Calm me. down, yeah. you know. And and um, there's a scene where it's not the same, but it reminds me a little bit of Once Were Warriors um, when he beats where he beats the shit out of his brother because he thinks he's fucking his wife and then he knocks his wife out cold yeah with a punch to the jaw like it's just it's just horrific and it's just sort of like this like i said earlier like this descent into like darkness and this like study of violence and and just the tools that he had and the you know, his lethal weapons, his fists and the, the way he used them. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not a film that's easy to watch, but it is, and it's directed by the way, by Martin Scorsese. And it's, it's, uh, one of his like singularly best films, like one of his early films, it was written by Paul Schrader, who also wrote uh, taxi driver Mm -hmm. and, um, and also with De Niro, of course, in Taxi Driver. And De Niro is obviously one of Scorsese's favorite actors for good reason. Um, you just can't take your eyes off him in this film. You just can't. Yeah, AJ, I would say there's also an, argu- there's an argument to be made about that movie that if we're just taking critics reviews, um, awards one, major awards won, um, star power, oh, yeah. it's potentially... In those categories, the best sports movie ever made. You know, I, I think there's an argument to be made there. If somebody says Million Dollar Baby, I'll fucking murder them. Yeah. I almost did. I, I almost did a little a little faint and threw Million Dollar yeah. Baby as my sweet I, I would. Movie yeah, I, I would not. Coming. I would not have fainted. I would have actually punched you. Would not have been a faint shot. <laughs> I would have done
0: I, like a faint, you know, like no, I Just thrown
1: a punch. All right.
0: I so, did Google best sports movies, and Raging Bull was number one on quite a few it, lists. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, it's it, it really is, but it, it's so it just because it's
0: just because it's obvious. I say
1: this all the time on this podcast. Doesn't mean we shouldn't bring it up. Oh, right? definitely, it's definitely. just such a terrific film. It's not an easy thing to get through sometimes, but it really is a terrific film. Yeah, and it's it's also um. It's not just a sports movie, too. Like, I mean, yeah, there's no. boxing in there, but it's it's way more about just how fucked this guy's life was. I mean, the two Mental of them had it hard growing up, yeah. and uh, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, some of those that scene, like you talked about, AJ. It's just harrowing when he when he beats up his brother and then knocks. It's just the whole thing, it's just the mess that he makes. Just destroy it's like this metaphor of him just destroying everything around him. Yes. It's just horrifying. And and you can see it coming a mile away, too. Oh yeah. Like the the build up right. The build-up to it is is just you see it coming and you just can't stop it, can't be stopped. Yeah. He can't be stopped. It's he's never he's not gonna let it go. He's not gonna be convinced otherwise. Like, there's a the scene before that happens, before, and then he goes upstairs and starts accusing her, his wife of the whole thing. But as he's talking to Joey in the in his house about, you know, did you fuck my wife? Did you fuck my? And Joey, he's not answering him. Yeah, he will not answer. He will yeah. not dignify the response. He's yeah. insulted. Of course, he is. He's his brother. He loves him. Why are yeah. you? F- And then he goes home And he forgets all about it He's having dinner And then all of a sudden All of a sudden Yeah So yeah Raging Bull, man Great flick Yeah
0: 1980 That one was made DP What's the matter, DP? I've actually Never never seen seen Raging Bull I don't (laughs) think
1: Bucky has either Me neither Oh, it's oh great. thank you, Marky. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's, it's I, really, f- it's I felt guilty. Uh, TP. I feel TP for, okay, for TP, you're a know, huge movie fan and a huge boxing fan. You've I never know. seen this movie.
0: I know. You're an ass I, cloud. I am. I, it would be as if, yeah. it, that
1: would be as if I had never seen The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke.
0: You right. Took off. Right. Which right. which you haven't.
1: I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. It's on my list. I might talk about it later. All right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh I'm pleased i mean you guys um see it when you can yeah it's, yeah it's, it's phenomenal well
2: you know my i have this uh this unfounded like kind of like i do not distaste but um uh, like aversion to like a lot of older movies i don't know why but then when no, I, I see ca- that but when no, i, I catch these ones like i fucking love them right so
1: yeah, like, honestly, I,
2: it took me a long time to watch Taxi Driver, but when I did, like, I was like, "Holy Jesus shit!" Did you didn't... love? Did
1: you love Taxi Driver? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's an amazing. Goodness. movie. heavy, heavy, heavy. But in, I, I bring that up in that same, same, same kind of idea. Same screenwriter, same director, same lead actor. Right. Like, so
2: I, I know I would like uh, Raging Bull. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's an old movie. Like, how good can it be?" Which is just a stupid so idea.
1: Yeah, no, but, I get the same. I get the same way though. Like yeah. I, I really do. Like I, I, used to say the same thing about like streetcar named desire. They got fucking black and white, but you know. Like, and then I watched yeah. it. And I was like, "Oh my god, masterpiece!" <laughs> Jesus Christ. So no, I, I definitely, I'm, I definitely do the same no, thing, Marky. And Marky it's a 1980 movie, and they decided to do it in black and white, which was, uh-huh. I think, a really smart decision based on the, the, you know, the, the, um, the boxing scenes that they have in the film, right. So the the black and white was you know was a smart decision, but it's uh, yeah please see it.
2: Yeah, no, it's um, something that's been on my list for years and years, and you know have no real excuse for never getting around to it.
1: All right, well, AJ, that's a great pick, obviously, uh, but I want to do my first one, and this is uh, AJ. Yours was a deep descent into darkness. This yes. is uh, this is definitely gonna. This is going to pep up the mood a little bit because all this right. is another feel good one. And it is my favorite feel good movie of all time. It's a movie mm. I could watch. It's a movie I could watch every day and still just get a little trickle, trickle down the cheek at the end every single time. And that's 1993's Rudy. Oh, God, come on. Yeah. Come on, baby. Come that's a DP. How can you leave out a oh. Irish movie? Come on,
0: coach. Oh. Coach, give Rudy my spot. <laughs> Fuck, is that a great scene, dude. So when they if, all turn in their shirt. If dude, y'all aren't familiar. I, I can, I'm welling up thinking about that scene.
1: If uh, anybody on the panel, oh. I like Marky, has not seen Rudy, or if anybody at home, uh, it, uh, AJ I've, has seen it. He had to have. But um, anybody at home has never seen Rudy, it's, it's a true story about Daniel Rudiger named Rudy, um who is about five foot five 127 pounds but he was a football player in high school pretty good high school football player but he had dreams of playing at notre dame and um he he could never get a scholarship because he was tiny but he ended up getting accepted to notre dame as a student uh gone as a walk-on to the practice squad and for four years just busted his ass every day on the practice squad and um during his junior year the coach had promised him that he would let him dress, not even play, dress for one game. However, the coach ended up leaving at the end of the year. They brought in a new coach, so he didn't think he was ever going to step foot on the field. And uh, it's played. Uh, Rudy's played by Sean Astin in this movie, tiny, tiny little guy. Um, and in the end, Marky, Spoiler alert! Uh, not only does he get into a game, he gets it because his teammates turn in their jerseys because uh, Dan Devine, who was the new coach, he'd been a coach of the Packers. Uh, he wasn't going to put him in. He let him dress. Uh, he was actually I'm sorry. He wasn't even going to let him dress until everybody started turning their jerseys in. And saying, I'm turning the captain of the team put in turning his jersey. I'm turning my. I'm, I'm turning this in for Rudy, so like Rudy can take this but uh, The whole team turning their jerseys. That's true. That actually happened.
0: Yeah. Um, everybody so, gave up their spot for Rudy. Yeah, the entire so, team. Not only did he uh, dress. I love the little story too, because you
1: get you get young John Favreau and you get young Vince Vaughn in that movie too. Mm-hmm. And Vince Vaughn, during their freshman year, uh, during practice, he was supposed to be this big hotshot recruit. Rudy fucking sacked him. He was a quarterback. Rudy sacked him, and he freaked out. And he was like, oh, he's playing like it's a fucking Super Bowl. And he ended up getting benched. And his college career was fucked after that. That might not have been true, by the way. That might have been an add-on to the movie. I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) But anyways, uh, eventually, in that last game, it was a blowout. Vince Vaughn ends up going into the game and throwing a touchdown pass on purpose it was there's was supposed to be a run play he called an audible through a touchdown pass so the defense could get back on the field so rudy got there sure, rudy
0: could play not only oh. did he
1: get out there for the kickoff he didn't know what to do they told him to stay out there for the last play on defense and he sacked the quarterback and it's mm-hmm. just like this fucking they carry that this is true also they carry the team carried him off the field the whole stadium is chanting rudy it is like and that's how the movie ends like it, it, that was the culmination, this kid battles for two, I see a TP goosebumps. I, he battles for two hours just to get on the field. And that's how it ends. Him sacking the quarterback, them chanting Rudy and carrying him off the field. And oh. me being a huge Notre Dame fan, they're my favorite college football team. I grew up on it with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, oh, my God. I can watch the ending I I think I I watched that like four times The ending just on YouTube today Just the last three minutes of the movie Because it's just so amazing So uh, great, amazing, feel-good movie Sean Astin does an underrated job as Rudy Uh, He has his ups and downs in it Everyone around him And I think he's like from Pittsburgh His whole family are a bunch of fucking dicks Uh, Especially his brother Which, I'm, you know, I have a couple older brothers like that too But yeah, I'm just kidding Double M and Andy Yeah, right (laughs) You guys are all right you guys are fine. But uh no uh but good flick. I love it. It's definitely in my top. I'd say 50 favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite feel good movie. Rudy for me. AJ, do you like Rudy? So, I've seen Rudy, but I have not seen it more than maybe once. Okay. Wow. So, your uh, your um your um conversation about it, your your comments on it rather? Mm um make me want to watch it again so i need i need to give it another shot so uplifting it um, is. i do i God. do i do i feel like i'm more um into uplifting stuff mm. as i get older so um i don't know i want to i want to give rudy another shot can i watch that anywhere streaming these days i don't know i didn't re-watch it i only watched some bits and pieces But i'm sure you can find it somewhere
0: all all right. Right. dp all remember right.
1: what he said he just lines up a defensive end and just no one blocks him yeah. and he's just in the backfield <laughs> and he just runs down the quarterback just complete full tilt sprint Dude, drags he, the quarterback
0: he, down Just all heart so it's, talking, you love about rudy he's just all heart no skill all heart and yeah it just it's such a great underdog story and how do you not love the underdog story so you know great. like ah dp by the ultimate, way what what an underdog, underrated
1: sorry. performance from charles s dutton too. remember the fucking the groundskeeping guy yes oh man what a great just one like, of
0: the best characters <laughs> in the whole movie
1: <laughs> just like three scenes he's amazing
0: oh so Marky, y- yeah. you haven't seen awesome. rudy right Marky? All right. what
2: was his size this uh rudy I would I Mike, if i were to guess
1: five, 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 150 pounds it was, it was a real Titan. person yeah mm-hmm. what was his weight I want to say it was probably about a buck fifty is my guess, buck fifty, Jeez. buck sixty. Maybe he got a little bigger yeah. as college years went on, but you know oh. he was a little guy, but he, he was actually a good high school football player. He was like a three, like a three-year starter in, in high school, mm-hmm. but that was a high school level, you know, right, right. But he yeah. just um, but he battled like he went to community college for a little bit, like right he, he signed up to a community college right near Salt Bend, Indiana, so he could keep applying to get into school. Yeah. And then he just he talked his way onto the practice squad and then busted his ass for four years. Just okay. to yeah. get into one game, not even he didn't even want to play. He just wanted to wear the uniform and stand on the sideline. That's all he wanted. Yeah. And then they just started, huh. wanted to be a the, part of it. The yeah. crowd started chanting Rudy. That's why they sent him into the game. Huh. And then he sacked the fucking quarterback. It's just all right. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it. All right, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna stop. It's just yeah, so, it's it, so it, again, like it happens in the movie, and you think like, oh, this is just for show. It happened. But that actually happened. Like I said, the same with the fucking with with Jimmy Morris. Like his one time or his first time getting into a game was in his home state. It's what I love about struck
1: sports. out the first person. It's like, whoa! It's like sports and theater are so similar with the drama mm, yes. and, and and the karma that happens and just mm-hmm. the way things come together. It's so cinematic sometimes, and that is what that 100%. was the most cinematic scenes in any movie and it's fucking real it happened yes. you can look up the youtube video so ah, it. it's amazing. just it's 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 great so if you that guys ever need a, a big pick me up maybe you had your you know nuts kicked in three four times in one day you just really mm-hmm. need to pick me up throw on rudy it'll just make you happy you just you're you're just cheering for this kid the whole time and it's just it's, it's such an amazing path ah,
0: so 100 percent God, so all right, there.
1: DP, I know I, I know I took the wind out of you here a little bit, but I need you to I need you to, to, to ramp it back up here because your your next one is 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 up.
0: All right. So yeah, for me this is another uh underdog story. Hmm. Uh so like I guess I I I would have gone with Goon on this one, but Marky took it. So I can go with my next one on the list. And this one is actually a great film as well not just a great story but a great film with some amazing performances and it's a story about one of my favorite boxers of all time a dude who i could totally relate to because he grew up right down the goddamn street from us mm-hmm. and this is the mickey ward story the fighter oh what a fucking great film um Mark Wahlberg is great, but Christian Bale as Dickie is next level good. Like, he he won the Academy Award for it, well-deserved. But the whole story of Mickey Ward is amazing. Like, this kid, just fucking, just a tough kid from Lowell that just fought his way to the fucking top of the boxing world to the point where he was making millions of dollars per fight as just like a tough as nails motherfucker from Lowell. A, a great story great film and uh, it's so well acted and i absolutely love the fighter from uh what year is 2010 was the fighter uh
1: faranofsky right uh david like, o russell
0: David, David R. Russell? Russell. Yes. Yep. you're yes, right. Yes, yes, sorry. Yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm digging the
1: wrestler. So, sorry. Yeah,
0: but um, yeah, I I love this film. Like the the side characters are are fucking people I've met my whole life. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. like 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 his his mom and his crazy fucking sisters. You know how many um, of those sisters like I've met in my life yeah. like those are the exact people I've dealt with <laughs> in, like my whole life and I had
1: a I had a chick like that get me thrown out of a bar in Lowell one night a, yeah. And she was yeah. just screaming <laughs> call me a fucking
0: retard from
1: 20 yards away with the cops <laughs> in between us so, I, know, I know those broads.
0: <laughs> oh god yeah and, and they were portrayed so well it, it, this was a great great flick and Mickey Ward is a great goddamn story too Mm -hmm. i love mickey ward um for the listeners like tim and i and andy we just we grew up watching so much boxing we loved boxing and uh like mickey ward hit Right at the right time, like kind of a sweet spot for That's us cool. boxing wise. And like his matches against Arturo Gotti. Oh,
1: they didn't even get into those in the, in, in, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, the, the
0: movie ended the best part of his career. Gatti. Yeah. yeah. And huh. those Gotti fights are some of the greatest boxing oh. matches of all time. Not just our opinion, they're wild. Like consensus opinion greatest fights of all time are Mickey Ward and Arturo Gotti.
1: They're just wars. Oh. They're just fucking two dudes just, just throwing down.
0: Yeah, Amazing fighter and amazing movie. I I loved the fighter. This was great. Marky, have you ever seen this movie? I have, yeah. I only watched it
2: once about uh, close to when it came out. I really liked Mm -hmm. it. Um, (sighs) And there's uh, a couple things that have stayed with me from watching that. One of them, or a few things. One Mm -hmm. of them first being how fucking dedicated and crazy Christian Bale can get. I think yes. that was uh, lost wow. so much
1: weight. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I think that was the first real one that I saw him do that in. I later mm-hmm. saw The Machinist. I don't know if it oh, came out God, after was before, but you yeah. know, stuff like that. Um, another thing I took away from that movie is that uh, Conan O'Brien's sister looks exactly like him right. and <laughs> is actually a pretty good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The third thing was uh, there's a song in that movie. It's a very common song from that era. It's uh, Jukebox Hero. Mm -hmm. but whenever i hear that song on the radio now like it takes me back to that movie it takes me back to it takes me back to mark Wahlberg punching people in the fucking face it gets me all amped up
3: (laughs) yeah it's pretty tight
2: so no i like that movie i've only seen it the one time but no i I can see uh where your love for it is coming from it was definitely solid yeah
0: great film. and and i like i said i I love the story T dubs Mm -hmm. i know you two are also a huge mickey ward fan yeah, what, what, what were your thoughts on the fight? I don't know if we've ever really talked about the fighter. I love Mike,
1: it. Uh, have we? Uh, but who? I, you know, it's all a blur at this point. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's great, and I love, I loved the story before I ever, ever even saw the movie. I love that they mm-hmm. actually showed, um, the fight when he fights. I think he fights a guy by the name of Sanchez, like an undefeated, uh, like Latin fighter. He's mm-hmm. on like, I remember watching that. I didn't really, that was actually when I first knew the first time I, one of the first times I saw him make like Friday
0: fight. night fights on the ESPN. No, this,
1: this was an undercard fight on a pay-per-view
0: oh, and okay. uh,
1: he was getting fucking pieced up by this guy and he wasn't in it. And Larry Merchant and Roy Jones and Jim Lampley are just all talking shit saying yes. that he's just there for a payday. And then he just hits him with that. Was
0: it a fucking liver shot? He hits him with well, a left hook to the body. Yeah. And the dude, oh. I think
1: that, I think that dude is still down
0: like 25 years later he, he <laughs> does
1: not got it was the most vicious body punch that was the first time oh. I, I i had seen ward around uh, um, but that was the first time i ever saw him I, I remember watching the fight being like he's better than this like what the fuck's going on and then he hits that body punch i'm happy they showed that it was really cool you look mm-hmm. that up on youtube because roy jones actually called it right before it happened he's like oh he just hurt mm-hmm. him with that body shot he goes look watch over that body shot he's gonna do it again bang the fucking dude is just just on Done. the canvas can't breathe just is so mm. vicious so i love that i like the side characters too i thought um, i thought amy adams did a good job melissa leo great. Who, pl- who plays his mom is just like mm-hmm. one of the most underrated actresses in the f- and has been for like 20 years uh yeah. she she's amazing i think she but she is every typical boston mom in that movie it just psychotic and and, uh overprotective in a weird way i I thought she was really good obviously bale stole the show um but uh, i of course i love that movie Uh, absolutely
0: yeah aj
1: so can i comment on leo a little bit so Mm. um she won the oscar best supporting actress Oh, um and i yeah yeah she did
0: but so good. I think so it's fun.
1: Good. It's it's funny that I heard some rumors that she had done a lot of campaigning for, um, for the Oscar and i was just looking up on imdb so and i confirmed this so during the um, awards campaign melissa leo financed and took out her own four year consideration ads for a best supporting actress nomination
0: Good for her. A first in hollywood
1: wow. the publicity move was viewed as controversial by many industry insiders but it ultimately paid off for leo who not only was nominated but won the oscar so interesting well i mean interesting. Nothing, nothing, i remember her being like it, i i remember hearing her being like um, like um, pushing herself for the like campaigning for the mm-hmm. Oscar. Well, I would have. You no, know, a lot away. of actors do in general. But... Aj, two years before she should have won Best Actress for Frozen River and got fucking robbed. I forget who she, who beat her. But I would have been. I would have done that if I were her too. To make so sure this time, this time around, she made sure she won it. Yeah, exactly. Um, she got absolutely I, ripped off at that one. So, Dicky Eklund, though, um, mm-hmm. uh, um, the HBO. Uh, uh, series, um, Crack Town USA, whatever. There was like this whole Crack thing, Street USA. Yeah. Crack Street USA, it <laughs> was about Lowell, and Dickie Eklund was part he was profiled in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real Dick, Dickie Eklund, um, yeah, I was a crazy. I remember watching that uh, series and being like, wow, Lowell, that's like three towns away from me. That guy <laughs> fought Sugar Ray Leonard for Christ's sake, and then knocked crazy. him down.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, well. Maybe. Well, yeah. He says he might have be been well. a slip. Might have been a slip. But yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah. I, I. definitely couldn't relate to the whole smoking crack and doing heroin and lol thing. Yeah. I definitely. No. Couldn't relate not to you. How... <laughs> Wait. What? All right. Yeah. Anywho. Hey. But in any, of, in any event.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I know that. Uh, I know there was some controversy as to like how Dickie was portrayed by Dickie. You know, when it came to Christian Bale's, uh, yeah, like Christian Bale's portrayal of fucking break, like even knows who he is anymore. Like at that
0: point, is he alive? But did Christian, I don't Christian know if Bale he's alive, took no. Dicky to the Academy Awards that year. Yeah, he Dickie did. Right, 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 right. Yeah,
1: he thought he was at a fucking hostel. He had no <laughs> idea where he was. Are you fucking kidding me? was well, everybody speaking different but languages? I'll tell you, yeah, that you're the, in fight, Europe the fighter the, the fighter was great for, you know, for locals, obviously, because we were like, oh, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. that's a takes Massachusetts- Amy Adams to Lexington Flick, for Christ's sake. Yeah, right? Like, he is, oh, yes, yes, he does. does. Baby, a he does. Movie
0: that motherfucker. So <laughs>
1: Obviously, for locals, it's it's obviously, you know, it, it, there's Easter eggs and things like that, and you're like, oh, that's a local spot. I've been there. I've yeah. parked in that parking spot. When <laughs> I've been thrown out of that place. I've been thrown <laughs> every bar in Lowell. The fucking mitt. You've so, been thrown out of the mitt. That's <laughs> so But So, but I was a huge fan of The Fighter. I thought that was such a good movie. I was like, and oh. you know, I'm not like, I would say like, I do like Mark Wahlberg, but I'm not like a gigantic Mark Wahlberg fan, but I thought right. he
0: did a really nice job. Oh yeah, he's yeah.
1: good. He
3: does
0: good Yeah, stuff. ever yeah. since he left the funky bunch, I've been kind of up yeah. on him. Yeah, it's, it's just been
1: lukewarm <laughs> about him. And I he did the like- other guys, and I changed my mind. The other guys, Honestly. yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm kind can, of up and down on Wahlberg. Like I like him sometimes a lot, and then other times I'm like, you know, uh, you know, I'm okay with him, but like, you know. I really feel like the, it was the, Then he the did the, the, the SNL fighter. thing. Like, you know, what yeah. was the line he says? Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> say hi to say <laughs> your mother Sorry, Marky. Sorry. <laughs> Marky, starting a red line. Let him talk. <laughs>
0: Marky said <started laughs> right, Yeah. Let's move on to the next movie. I right, Actually, anyone else got anything else on The Fighter? Yeah. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I do think it is cool that
2: I didn't realize that uh, you guys would have been uh, watching and paying attention to boxing at that time with him coming up. That's really cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah, super I'm cool. jealous of that. Cool. Like I've i never had anything um, like you know with like my uh, childhood or whatever coming up. It was I guess like the Hornets were popular, but that was like before I was uh, really watching. I never, didn't really watch mm. basketball that much now, but even then the Hornets were like more popular when I was a bit
1: a little bit but, too but, young. Yeah, but I'll tell Johnson, you, box, boxing was. Boxing was like a huge like through line for the relationship we had with our father. Like oh, it was God, a yeah. huge connective connective tissue right. there. Like we watch boxing so well, bes- much. Like besides
2: besides the familiar or familial like uh connection you have with that which is awesome in its own right, but just the idea that you've got this dude that came from a town.
1: Yeah, uh, we we watched right all there those fights that and then got, got to see those acclaim. fights portrayed in a movie. Yeah. And then, yeah, I and mean, then even before Mickey Ward, like we had uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler, who was yeah. from Brockton, yeah, Massachusetts. D- D- in DP's suicide note, one day it's going gonna, it's gonna to have him losing to Sugar Ray Leonard in it. it was, uh, that's going to yeah. be the, the key reason that DP offs himself that he can't get yeah. over that from thirty-five years
0: ago. <laughs> Dude, he won that fight. No, again. he did not. He, he, did. Got, on, he, did. he got He all, beat Sugar Ray. Got, No, he got <laughs> outpointed big time. Did not, he won that fight. All right. Anywho, right. Let's move on to Marky.
1: Marky's <laughs> starting a red line. I tell you, that's Marky redlining right now. If you guys can, yeah. Love you, Marky. His baseline. <laughs> Marky, what's your next movie? Your next sports yeah. movie? Talk I'm to me, always Charles. mad. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, Goose. Um,
2: well, I'm going to change gears here a little bit. I'm going to make it silly. I'm going to. I'm going out on a reach here. Um, I was thinking about kind of building this up in a different direction, but. I can't after actually having some real good sports bangers after that. So this is going for a reach. This is silly. I think it's uh, fun. And in my mind, it is sports. This movie came out in 2006. And along the line of these movies that this crew had done, this was maybe the third or fourth, but it came out of the Broken Lizard crew if you're not familiar with them,
1: oh huh. oh yeah beer fest? they
2: did yep beer fest that's the movie i'm talking about <laughs> i that's fucking sports. love
1: beer fest, that's man. sports
2: right Is that a hell sports, yeah movie?
1: hell yeah yeah
2: there's a league there's in a championship a sense, yeah there's a...
1: <laughs> you guys all wish you were in a competition hey holy shit i didn't
0: yeah. think of that
1: oh i love beer fest dude i put Great that on movie. all the time um
2: yeah that's you know it's it, that kind of falls under, I, I love the idea of uh, stoner movies, by the way, TW. Um, I did write that down. I think we should revisit we that should. sometime in fun. the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Beer Fest uh, falls under that kind of category, but it's just for beer. I mean, obviously in the title, if you haven't seen it, it's you know nothing that you need to race home to go watch, but it is a very <laughs> fun, silly, stupid movie. Um, Cloris Leachman is like one of like the only like one like real actor <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, yeah Cam Gam, the old German <laughs> horror, yeah. so good. Um, you know these, these are the guys that did Super Troopers, uh, Club Dread. They later did later did Slam and Salmon. Um, I feel like there's another one I'm missing in there besides Super Troopers too. But you know they they just do like fun kind of like buddy movies, and this one. It's these brothers that uh, run this restaurant in America, and then accidentally find themselves at a beer competition. Is it in Germany that they go to? I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, it's in Germany. Yeah. Um,
1: because they're at Oktoberfest.
2: Right, that's right. And then by chance, they well, in that they find out that they are somehow related to these other people that are like running the show at this beer fest. And there's like this huge like family division that goes back generations, and. It's just a movie where they just power drink nonstop and they yeah. want to be the best at drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and so they train and they get their buddies together. They get, uh, I, it's been so long since I've watched this movie. I was trying to remember their names, but you know, it picks up the one guy at the hot dog eating contest. He, landfill? Landfill, that's it. <laughs>
1: i just watched this like two weeks ago
2: did you (laughs) yeah nice who's the friend that they uh the the one that's uh uh jay shandashar
1: bobby (laughs) badranath
2: he's like turning tricks on the street (laughs) they pick him up yeah Um, because
1: he he got messed up in a game of beer pong with the with the with the the ping ping pong pong paddle. yeah (laughs) playing ping
2: pong and ding dang And then the other friend is like a bona fide like brainiac scientist. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah they, it's it's silly. off the frogs
1: and everything. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> It's just a fun, stupid, silly movie. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a stretch when I'm talking about a sports movie, but it's there's competition. There's this, uh, you know, all these games that they play, drinking games, but spoiler alert, they end up winning Beer Fest and they reclaim it's their so rightful yeah. title of like the, the family that owns this beer recipe or some shit so anyways i haven't seen it in a while tw have maybe you could fill me yeah, in some of the gaps there
1: first of all marky let me just start by saying i'm really enjoying the outside the box movie sports movie picks <laughs> mm, <laughs> right? absolutely because first of all at the end when they are in like that final competition they played like 12 different drinking games remember like they're hung upside down at one point they Mm -hmm. drink from the boots they're playing beer pong they're playing quarters like they play every fucking drinking game known to man and that's sports in my estimation yeah anything that keeps (laughs) sports um (laughs) but it's it's for me outside of super troopers that's my that's my favorite movie from that group i just think it's, it's so goddamn funny and uh it's a, it's a hilarious story too, you know, Um, between them all like getting the crew back together. Like these guys were all like, friends and drinking buddies but then they all kind of things fell apart they get their college friends together they the the kind of mishmash crew they put together to go back to germany and then they have to get absolutely trashed at a bar to remember how to get to the tournament right they had to be blacked out to do it like it was just the the whole thing is just so funny it's such a watchable movie Mm -hmm. it's just fun i always talk about it i talked about it earlier i'll talk about it again if you're flipping the channels and beer fest is on, you're going to stop and watch the rest of it because mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious and it's great. And it's got a great payoff in the end. So I love that movie. I think it's great. I I, I like the outside, the box picks. It's really cool. Hey
2: AJ, you've seen that movie before, haven't you? I have not. No, mm. you are familiar with uh, some of their work though, right? Super troopers and I'm such. I'm a
0: big fan of super
1: troopers. Yes. Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. I agree but with I've TW. I think any of the other broken lizard stuff. Like, what was the... Slam and was Salmon was the restaurant Dread? one. Club yeah, Dread. Club Dread, like I've not terrible. seen that. I was yeah, gonna Club Dread's, Dread's was at the, the bottom of Oh, the oh that's terrible. terrible.
0: I actually like Club Dread. I find I've that one fun. It's such a, like, a kind of... I've been meaning it's to see food. Super
1: Troopers <laughs> 2. I've been meaning a, to talk to you about that. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, Slam and Salmon's pretty funny <laughs> if you've ever worked in a restaurant.
1: I actually haven't seen that, and you know I've worked in a million restaurants, so... I think uh, like I, i'll check that out all right all right well um well if you guys are okay with it i would like to do a silly ass movie too it's not one of my favorites but it's 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 hilarious and i know aj loves it i'm actually i'm pretty sure aj loves it and i'd like to talk about it
0: if that's okay i might talk about it for an hour yeah <laughs>
1: marky are you done with uh with with
0: with beer Fest? Well, dp that- do you
2: have anything to say about beer Have you seen it
0: uh, I mean, like, like I said, I've seen it. I I love those Broken Lizard dudes. Uh, I actually liked Club Tread as well. Yeah. Uh, I love Super Troopers and yeah, Beer Fest is excellent. And yeah. it's one of those ones that yeah, like Tim said, if I see it, it's on. I'm watching. It's it so actually. funny. it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's yeah. I've also got to say
2: that movie came out when I was in college and I was Mm -hmm. playing that, that life of just like drinking as fast (laughs) as I could and getting as many drinking games in, in a night as I could. So that was almost, Mm -hmm. you know, that was my sports movie at that time, but Uh, any Hoosiers.
1: Yeah. And, Bobby F is by far the best yeah. fucking character. Yeah, What's remember a ZJ? they remember they start throwing the quarters and all like the, his little, like the little hooker friends around and keep chasing the quarters after. <laughs> 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 all right, can I do a silly one? I, I'm gonna i gonna finish. So go we're gonna go around one more time to this. I'm gonna do a serious one afterwards, and but I want to do a silly one. This is not one of my favorite sports movies, but it's a movie that again I will watch all the time because it's hilarious from start to finish. And it's a movie that some of my friends, I, I speak in a restaurant, so I used to work in a restaurant and we used to quote this movie all the time. To this day, me and a buddy of mine on Facebook, Ken Coleman, we we throw quotes from this movie at each other, just on each other's walls all the time because it's just so fucking hilarious. And it's uh, 2005, Will Ferrell's Kicking and Screaming. Ah! Okay. <laughs> he coaches great, great the soccer one. team. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's stupid, it's ridiculous. But it is absolutely hysterical from start to finish and the character arc of Will Ferrell, who starts off as just this kind of mild mannered meek vitamin shop owner who's got a son who gets thrown off of the soccer team that hit Will Ferrell's dad coaches who played by Robert Duvall, it, with, which the same thing had happened to him when he was a kid too, because his dad, Robert Duvall is such a prick in this movie. And uh, so Will Ferrell starts coaching his son's new team, and he just starts off. You know, he's just saying, "Let's have fun." But then he enlists the help of Mike Ditka to be like an assistant <laughs> coach, and because uh, Ditka is Robert Duvall's neighbor, and they fucking hate each other. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, and and he, Will Ferrell throughout that movie ends up turning into a raging fucking yeah. lunatic by the end. Right. He, start, he One, starts drinking two, three, the coffee, breaks someone's clavicle. <laughs> yeah, he just he starts he, the minute he starts drinking coffee, he just turns into a looney tune. And by the end, he's just, he has become his dad. He's just cutthroat and wants to win. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Put everyone's hands in one, two, three, on three, break someone's clavicle. Let's go. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, if you swing an elbow and you break someone's shoulder, that's what the medics are there for. Otherwise they're just standing there. Like at one point he just, sho- he just runs to the field, just shoves some kid on the ground. Just right. for like no reason. <laughs> then eventually he turns on Ditka. Yeah, <laughs> a a juice box. Yeah. yeah, you're my assistant coach. You're supposed to back me up and get me juice boxes when I tell you to. Now go get me a juice box. That whole remember like that going back. And I'm no juice box boy. That whole thing. <laughs> that scene is fucking hilarious. And again, that's just a stupid movie, but it's really funny. It's got some unbelievably uh, quotable lines. They like when he gets thrown out of the coffee shop, and he gets in a fight with that that girl in the coffee shop. It's just so goddamn funny. And it's a it's a it's a fun story. It's dumb. It's silly. But I think we need those. Like I I like those movies, especially if you've had like a long day, a long week to throw throw something on, mindless just to make you laugh. Something you can throw on when you go to bed at night. Kicking and screaming is one of those. So I love it, and you gotta love Will Ferrell.
0: Yeah. DP, have you seen Kicking and Screaming? I have, and I I I, love, I I love Mike Ditka. <laughs> like, yeah, Mike Ditka is so like so likable and yeah hateable at the same time he's such it. a like, dick yeah uh, uh, he, he's so good in it yeah i i love dick in that movie and i i'm a big fan it sort of reminds me of the uh the the rodney dangerfield movie ladybugs oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that
3: one?
1: <laughs> oh of course <laughs> of course with that jonathan Brandis. Everybody thought he was like the next Marlon Brando And maybe he's dead now Yeah, who knows knows. At this Um, point But yeah, no, it's definitely similar Oh, but some of the the Ditka and Robert Duvall stuff Ditka's the best Oh my god God.
0: Remember
1: Ditka swings at him at the party But he punches Will Ferrell in the face by accident (laughs) (laughs) I took a punch from Hall of Famer Mike Ditka And I did not go down (laughs) Sure, I wobbled a bit (laughs) all right so there's not about too much to say about it it's a stupid ass yeah, movie Markey, one, I, I, if i were you i would go check it out if you haven't seen it yeah i've it, never seen that one it's stupid but really dude it's really
0: funny but yeah I think will ferrell's watch. great
1: yeah it's just yeah. you know he he's just like pounded coffee through like that machine at the end it's just it's so stupid but yeah. i love it so all right we're we, we ready to go around the horn again no no, 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 no. I, I've not too. done my second. Oh pick shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought I've, we went over him. Yeah, sorry, AJ, I, I, I skipped over you. I've been drinking. I don't know. There was the uh the 80s and uh uh drinking mostly. Mostly drinking. <laughs> what you been up to? <laughs> are you are you still still drinking well no those days of pe- why are you buying <laughs> why are you buying what? speaking I'm of sorry.
0: which this is andy's number two i was gonna say somebody's <laughs> gotta get it we well, can't do kingpin again right no 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 i'm not gonna pick a
1: film like that, that sorry aj about, you, you have the floor
0: so my picks
1: are very obvious like raging bull oscar winner whatever like this one Spoiler alert to people that don't know the inside scoop on the movie council, you know, we have like a little text thread and our, our friend of the podcast, Andrew Carvey called this one, the most overrated sports movie ever. <laughs> yeah, a cunty thing to say, <clears throat> but it was directed by Ron Shelton, which he's a very you well-known sports movie Director, and that's Bull Durham. Nineteen eighty-eight. I don't know what uh, he's starring. Talking about. Starring Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins. By the way, they've never been better. Okay, no, I agree. I agree. They've never been better. The chemistry on screen is is unbelievable between those three. Okay, and by the way, it's not oh, just gosh. like the great the great one liners and the great um, monologues and lines. But it's like the feeling you get when you watch something like Bull Durham, the nostalgia of baseball, like the the whole idea of it. And you know, the the aging star. I mean, not sorry, the aging minor leaguer that farmhand. Yeah, Yeah, the farmhand, the aging minor leaguer that's just called in to like help an up and coming dummy, you know, you know, the million dollar arm with the five cent head you yeah. know come on me a pitcher yeah. <laughs> and you know trying to teach him something so that he can move on to the next level and and you Kinda know like the, um, yeah a little bit it's yeah toes, yeah and, and and susan sarandon playing like the you know the the townie who's you know she loves baseball but she's so also lots. She, she's a little yeah right she takes like a player under her wing every year and she's like very she's into Walt Whitman and and philosophy william and, blake yeah william blake well yeah, i'd say william, william blake, blake. <laughs> yeah. so it's just got all like yes there's some cliche stuff to it but it it's just got that great uh, sort of authentic baseball feel to it you know and the performances from the three leads and the chemistry between them all is so amazing. And that's what carries it through. Like, it's not an overly complicated story. It's just really well done by the actors. And the writing is, is very sharp. Yeah, and AJ, it's three. And, I, very, and it's three, I love Bull Durham. And AJ, it's three very interesting stories too from each of the three leads. Like they all yes. have a difference. So they're simple, but they're all very interesting, very poignant stories. So, and I, I'm, I don't count myself as like a gigantic Kevin Costner fan. No, but I'll tell you, he plays the like in the scenes where he's playing baseball he does it very naturally like he's played bait like he grew up playing baseball like he throws the ball like a baseball player he talks like he he's been on the field like it's just very natural like you know it's just very natural the whole thing and it's like one of those um you feel bad at like for him at times but at the same time um Yeah, he's kind of lived like an interesting life, you know. Even though it's been, he didn't get, he did get to the show. He did have a cup of coffee. Fourteen days. Yes, he did. Fourteen greatest days of his life. You know, you know they carry your luggage like they do the whole thing, right? Like you hit gleaming white baseballs for batting (laughs) practice. (laughs) That's right. And so, and it's 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 very quotable the film, and if you've seen it enough times. For me, I never get sick of it. I rewatched it the other day just to like bone up for tonight. And I, I loved it just as much as I ever did. Mm-hmm. And I love the performances so much. I think Tim Robbins is so fucking hilarious in this movie. Um, I love him so much. He just, I love him more every time I see that movie. He just I find little things about his performance that are just more fun. You know, and and he's just a great actor, and Adrian, I just, I... Aj, you got to breathe it out of the wrong goddamn eyelid. <laughs>
0: I held it like an egg. <laughs> yeah, he he scrambled
1: the just... son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> it's, it's all the rust Run, gummy! Don't show up my picture when I give you a gift. That
1: hey, he's so throwing a two-inch so shot right sh- you believe the stuff is shaking me off it's throwing two-inch shut he's
0: shaking me off
1: here comes the deuce and when you speak yeah. of me speak, speak well. well Speak well <laughs> we hit the fucking bull. all right anyway aj let me just say he, one he thing. teed off on that like he knew i was gonna throw it. He, did. <laughs> he, did, he did i told him <laughs> aj let me just say something really quick i will tell you um let me tell you one movie that is overrated. And that's a movie called fucking Lawless. Okay. That movie sucks. All right. Okay, Harvey. What does that have to do with Lawless this? sucks. All right. Now you want to talk uh, shit about Bondurant Bull in it. Yeah. Lawless blows. Okay.
2: He just likes taking shots at uh Andrew and apparently me. I guess.
1: No, Marky, you, you have you you like Lawless, Marky?
0: I do. Yeah, I don't.
1: But anyways, I'm the just family's
0: saying. name is Bauderant, that's, that's the I only reason he likes it. it. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> Lawless oh. is overrated. Bull Durham's awesome. That's all I'm, I'm done.
0: I'm done with Bull Durham. But
1: I love Bull Durham. I I always have. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's rated. <laughs> I think it's a terrific film. Yeah. It's very sharply written, and no it's, one's just I love it. Everyone's just gruntled. <laughs> We're all gruntled. <laughs> oh, this is going off the rails. All right, we gotta we gotta get we gotta get. But I love Bull back. Durham, guys. I love Bull Durham. Yeah, I, I think Ron Shelton has done a handful of sports films and i'm not done with this director by the way with my final pick so mm.
0: uh, spoiler yeah. alert all
1: right boys let's 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 go around the horn one more time A little sports euphemism right there we're gonna go around the horn here um dp you kicked it off why don't you give us uh one more movie one more sports movie that you love or want to talk about
0: All right, so so again, like uh, Mark Mark stole Goon from me, so Mm -hmm. this was sort of my first honorable mention, Mm -hmm. but it's one that, goddamn, we could talk about all day. It's so fun, it's fucking hilarious, and it's uh, a you can call it a sport, and that of course is dodgeball, a true underdog story. Just nice, ah. uh, I mean, you want to talk about quotable lines? Oh. I mean, it it doesn't get much more quotable than Dodgeball. Uh, amazing, amazing performances from Ben Stiller and uh, <clears throat> and Vince Vaughn. So watchable, so hilarious. You, you gotta love Dodgeball. Uh, like I said, it. Dodgeball is technically a sport. So, boom. And, and it was aired on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Yeah. The Ocho. So Clearly, it's a sport. It was yeah. on The Ocho. Lance, 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 yeah,
1: Lance Armstrong loves it on The Ocho. Yeah. Let's see how it plays
0: out. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. What a couple of underrated, like, side performances, too, with mm-hmm. uh, Gary Cole and... and, and uh, is that his name, yeah, Gary Cole? Jason Bateman.
0: Yeah, and Gary Jason Cole and man. Bateman. Oh, my Marty God, here. are they amazing. Fucking Cotton. <laughs> yeah. Risky move, Cotton <laughs> Let's see if it pays off. Right, Bold strategy, Cotton Let's see how it plays out for them
2: A <laughs> Bold strategy, that's it, yeah
0: Ah, great, great fucking movie And again, one of those ones that You can just watch over oh, and over and repeatedly. over again And it's still funny every time uh, Again, another one of those ones That has one of my favorite lines of all time Was the, uh, was the line like yeah. Oh, the, they don't have any. Sorry, your dodgeball coach got crushed by twenty tons of <laughs> irony. <cards."> yeah, <laughs> luck of the Irish. Right, if you can dodge a <laughs> wrench, you can dodge a ball. Right? <laughs> Getting crushed by two tons of irony <laughs> yeah. is maybe my fucking favorite. How line is that? How is that, how is that? How does that translate? Oh, like, if you can dodge a wrench, you can
1: dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah, it makes it's no it. sense at all. They, they they fly completely as long as we got patches, we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Patches
0: of Hulan. Yeah. yeah. A killing luck me of the Irish. Blood. Oh. No, nobody. Fucking amazing.
1: I gotta tell you guys, I saw actually saw that movie in the theaters, right? And I uh oh, um, wow. And I remember it's such a random part of the movie, but I had also smoked like a pound of weed before I'd gone in for to see it. And mm-hmm. do you remember when Peter LaFleur goes over to Globo Gym like for the first time? Mm-hmm. And this is when Ben Stiller's telling him he's trying to, you know, level his average Joe's to become a parking lot and everything like that. Yeah. But they're in his office and, uh, you know, he just finished doing something, you know, Ben Stiller. He's like, hey, w- walk with me. And and uh, and Vince Vaughn goes to walk behind him and he walks out of the office and he just fucking shuts the door on him from behind <laughs> yeah. like, Dude, dude. I, I had to fucking walk out of the theater and into the hallway to compose myself. It was like one of the most random things that's ever happened in a movie. And I was so high. I legitimately <laughs> had to walk out and stand in the hallway and get myself together. Because I thought I was going to pass out. I was laughing so hard over that. <laughs> they walk with me. And he walks through there and just shuts it. Like, he why? He's just, he's just such a dick. They had three oh. pounds to the, to the scales of the women's locker room. He's just such an asshole. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, not a great comedy villain, White oh. Goodman. Yeah. No, yeah. He's
1: right in there. He's such a dick face. Uh, AJ's, uh,
0: AJ's boy, Danny, his uh, his fantasy football team name this year was the Globo Jim Purple Cobras. Nice. That movie has endured. The point that even Andy's son fucking loves that movie. It's it's one of those just timeless, great classic fucking films. Yeah. Do you
1: guys do you guys know this is something because I, I think I I owned the DVD and you know like I watched like the the behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Did you know what the original ending of the movie was supposed to be?
0: Yeah, the global gym was supposed to
1: win. Yeah. yeah. So before, okay. So you remember how? Vince Vaughn d- eliminates, il- he, well, he eliminates Michelle, the fitness consigliere yeah. and then White <laughs> Goodman hits him and it's over, right? But then they say Goodman's foot was over the line that yeah. foot over the line wasn't supposed to happen. When Vince Vaughn gets hit with that, it's supposed to be over that's why it's called a true underdog story because the underdog was supposed to lose Yeah, and that was but when they screened the movie, people were like what fuck the fuck? You. And the director of the movie wasn't Todd Phillips, was it? I forget oh, who maybe. directed it. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe it was um. What's he, his name? He walked when when they said they had to change the ending. Uh, he walked, shit, Adam McKay. He walked off the set for two weeks, and he he was wow. he was boycotting because he thought it was bullshit. He wanted he was committed to that ending, the bad ending, the or the or the sad ending, or the you know whatever yeah, you right. call it. And uh, but then they ended up all coming together, and, and you know. Adding Chuck Norris to the mix because anytime you add Chuck Norris to the mix, it just makes everything better. Right. So Rossin Marshall Thurber, that was the yeah. director. I won that tournament, fucking Chuck Norris. You know that, <laughs> yeah.
0: but fucking Chuck Norris. So,
1: but but again, and then plus DP yet yeah, Alan Tudyk is in it. Is I mean mm-hmm. one of the first times you ever see him kicking around, right? Yeah, um, Steve, Steve the, the pirate. pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in our team who dresses like a pirate. Scurvy. <laughs> So yeah, I know I love dodgeball. It's fucking great. Again, it's one yeah. of those ones. I have like ten in my rotation that I like. I'm going to bed at night and I got to throw a movie on. It's been the other guys recently, but dodgeball is mm-hmm. one of them. I throw it on. I laugh my balls off and I fall asleep. It's, it's yeah. just one of those great movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I, come I, on, Gary Cole's. Great. Come on, Gary Cole's in it, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a Gary Cole is the fucking man. He's a genius. All right, Gary Love. He's the, Cole? He's the he's one Bill of the commentators Lumber. with yeah, Jason Bateman. Oh, okay. Um,
0: Lumber, yeah,
1: <laughs> Lumber fucked her. I exactly.
0: was <laughs> oh, gonna have yeah. to go ahead and ask you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> if, you, if, you hey, it, if you guys haven't if
1: you guys have you should see the show Veep on HBO. He's in it. He's fucking. Awesome. I've heard good things. Yeah, I just don't. I don't love her. as yeah. my problem, but maybe maybe I can get it. Ju- right. Julia Louis Dreyfus, you don't love her. all right for me, dog. But Gary Cole's <laughs> in it. it is Gary a, it Cole. Is all right, all right. He's the fucking man. All right, DP, you got anything else on dodgeball you want me to kick it back down to Charlotte?
0: Yeah, let, let, let's swing it on down to Charlotte. I, I mean, <laughs> d- yeah, everyone loves you know, dodgeball. It's a oh, hold on. Yeah. So In 23 shit. years of bar- broadcasting, I thought I'd seen it all, folks. But it looks like
1: Peter Lafleur has actually blindfolded himself. You <laughs> <laughs> will not be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> all right, Marky, what do you have for uh, your next one? The last one. Right
2: before we leave dodgeball I just wanted to let D.C. Oh, sorry, know Mark. as soon as he mentioned dodgeball even before he said how quotable the movie it was I heard voices in my head start to speak the lines of that movie like it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a curse like yeah, how many right? lines come out of that film and that makes me kind of wonder too like what when they're writing or making something like that do they know like what they've got in their hands like is I don't know. Just a thought, like because mm. something like that is just riddled with lines that have lasted for years and years. I, uh, I'm curious if they have any kind of inkling. When I, I'm willing together, to bet, to be like, like
0: again, this is just my own brain, but I, I would bet like the people that wrote it, there were certain lines that they thought would be the big lines that everyone quotes forever that never Mm -hmm. get quoted but the ones they didn't think right sure would be the ones that really hit off i mean
3: i guess uh, yeah in my head that's
0: the way it always works right like it's the shit you don't think is gonna hit you're like like, that's the the popular one yeah right
2: yeah i guess it depends too on like the delivery or or how the uh the actor actress right uh sends it at that time but Was um Ben Stiller involved in that any any further than uh, just acting? was he like director, producer or writer on that?
0: I'm it's... sure he had a producer credit on it. yeah
2: that seems like kind of one of his movies, you know how he does uh mm-hmm. some of those sometimes where he's like a writer or something in any case yeah, my next movie I'm going on a stretch again, and it's right. almost a bit of an honorable mention, but when we're talking sports movies, we can't not talk about. One of the greatest basketball movies of all time. I think it's the only movie that Michael Jordan's ever acted in. It's the
3: 1996
2: <laughs> film Space Jam. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Bill Murray, everybody else.
0: Yes. A few others. Yeah. Daphne Ducks, you know, Yosemite
2: Sam. It's. Uh, it's space jam. I mean, you either know it or you don't. It's, uh, it's not something that I think somebody that's never seen it could walk into it and watch it today and like it. Maybe. I don't know. It's such a, like, a weird, like childish movie, but I mean, it's the Looney Tunes and it's a, like a partially animated film, but it is, you know, like you, you mentioned when talking about dodgeball, to dp and you were saying like it's you know it's dodgeball it's technically a sport but the movie dodgeball does follow the formula of the underdog movie i can't believe that guy was sticking to his guns and trying to write it with a loss i could, would imagine people <laughs> were trying to find him yeah. and force him to rewrite that shit so you know that's what space jam is it follows that formula of an underdog coming up and winning so um I don't need to harp on it for too long. I just wanted to bring that one up. I do have a a, a brief story. When I was in Peru, out in the middle of nowhere, staying at this hostel, and ran into some, like, two Swedish kids, two Swedish guys that were uh, uh, occupying, like, the, the TV room, and they were watching Space Jam. And it was just out in the middle of nowhere, Peru, Swedish dudes, watching Space Jam. I was like, what's up? And they're like, Hello. I'm like, what you watching? <laughs> like, space job. I'm like, where'd you find this? Like, we brought it. We're like, okay, cool. It was just so random. They're, they were there to Perug, hike the largest. Swedish
0: guys yeah. and space That is but, but it almost sounds like a fucking mad lib. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were there
2: to hike like the largest mountain in the area, which was uh is nicknamed the uh, Peruvian Alps. And it's this like massive mountain that's super sharp, it looks like the Matterhorn. And there were, like, these 18-year-old kids just out there with Space Jam going to hike that mountain the next day. Very fucking odd. Anyways, have you guys seen it? Has anyone not seen Space Jam?
1: Uh, Marky, I saw it when it first came out, and I haven't seen it since. You know, was, I I enjoyed it, you know, for what yeah, it was. Fun. But, like, I, I it was never a movie that I was, like, jumping up and down about. But, you know, it, yeah. it, it was Space Jam. You know, it's, it's something you got to see. It's something you got to experience. And I, I you know... It was, you know, just all right for me, Doug.
2: I watched it not too long ago, and it was funny to see uh, Michael Jordan at that stage because it was after I watched Space Jam again after seeing the uh, uh, the ESPN uh, Chicago Bulls documentary they did, The Last Dance.
1: Oh, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm.
2: And they in the movie Space Jam, it's during this time, that, you know, which actually was kind of like this... Uh, Like, I don't know if it was like a low spot for Jordan, but, you know, he was going through like this weird phase of uh, dipping into baseball, like his his basketball career. He was starting to bounce around and stuff, but um, almost like his fame had just gotten to be so fucking big, terrible actor. It's so funny to see him trying to act.
1: And by that, you mean his gambling debts had been called in and he was (laughs) (laughs) murdered, so... He yeah. took. He stepped he away. Pay off. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. After his father got murdered. At yes. Stop. Yeah. He did, pulled a Nick did,
2: Cage and started taking <clears throat> movie roles that he shouldn't have.
1: Dude, did they? Did they try to do another Space Jam? Did I? Yeah, it just that came out like LeBron a year ago. Yeah, LeBron. yeah, LeBron yeah I'm sure it was terrible because LeBron James is a fuck. fucking dirtbag. Yeah. And
2: well, uh, but, uh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know anybody that saw that one. And I, yeah, neither. I don't. think yeah. I didn't hear anything about it after it came out.
1: So I if you did see that, I thought you were. I thought you were a LeBron fan. If you saw the oh, LeBron the LeBron James Space Jam, I hate you. So, <laughs> TW, I thought you, you were a LeBron fan? fan. No, I'm not. You know I'm not. You're just trying to get me going. I know you, AJ. <laughs> I know you for a long fucking time. I'm not a fan. He's an ass clown.
0: I, I will say this about Space Jam, though. Is it... it it's uh, You, you know, that's kind of like the question when it comes to sports, too. Like you know you want to know who the best is it's like all right so if aliens came down and you had to play a basketball game for the you know the life of the planet right. who right. who would you put out there you know and yeah michael jordan would be out michael there. jordan in his prime yeah yeah michael jordan is prime bill russell in his prime yeah. you know like yeah it, it, it's it, it's Answers that question of uh, who really is the best. Michael Jordan who, who wipes his ass there.
1: with LeBron James, right? are Bill Murray, all day, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. Perhaps I can be of assistance. <laughs> and you know, me. I, I think Looney Tunes back in action was better, but yeah, uh, I gonna say, a, you, you can't go wrong with Looney Tunes. It's like fucking Bugs is great. I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan. Yeah. Love Looney Tunes, dude. we grew, I grew up on, up on Looney Tunes, too. dude. Yeah. The
2: OG Looney Tunes, the ones where they're smoking and drinking and shooting each other in the face. Mm-hmm. Those are so good. Duck right. season, Rapid right. season,
0: right? <laughs> how, how like the sort of violence that was portrayed in those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shooting each other in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. That's a and good then like stop. the sexual
1: assault with like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. just, like, Pepe just Le, just Le Pew was an absolute He was like a rapist.
0: <laughs> That oh, guy. rape is funny, huh? Yeah, yes. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, yeah, well
0: hilarious. About,
1: yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's stocking Stalking, it stocking yeah, yeah. womanizing. Oh yeah. 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 Just no zero boundaries just yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh was that my rape my rape uh, soundbite? Uh, yeah. it
3: was...
0: If that if that if that cat only had a rape whistle, like you know. yeah, <laughs> uh, the whistle might sound whistle would sound something like this.
2: All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anybody has anything else on Space Jam, not it, AJ, it's anybody. a classic.
0: You gotta love Space Jam. Like I said, I've seen it a couple times.
1: It's, it's been so long, honestly. I can't, it's I a fun
0: movie, it. and yeah. Totally, animation, right. it's clearly, it's good dated, enough that they had to redo it or tried to redo it, yeah. So tried. And tried, failed, yeah. So.
2: It,
3: it is, yeah, uh, it's
0: a great one, it is
2: fun to watch. Um, yeah, there's no, it's, it's funny that it became like so popular and did so well because you know what, I don't, you can't really quite put your finger on it. Like, I don't know why Michael Jordan is terrible. Like, the animation doesn't quite sync up with like the real life actors, yeah. mm-hmm. there wasn't like the time to do that. Michael it did spawn.
0: CGI was not at its height. Hey, no. hey, AJ, was there any point during Space Jam where Michael Jordan
1: pushed off somebody to hit a game-winning shot in the championship? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Completely committed an offensive foul, <laughs> but didn't <laughs> get called. So Brian, who's that? Was Brian, that Brian Russell? Russell?
1: Yeah, but he can play some defense, man. All right. Sorry, AJ. It was a great shot, but all right. Come on! Still come had on. to hit the shot, though. You know? Yeah, I know. We, we got to to the refs to call the foul. You know. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, what do you got? Oh, sure. my My final movie is also a basketball movie. By the way. Oh, I hope it's the one that I'm thinking. Please do So it's the um, it's also directed by Ron Shelton. It's 1992's White Man Can't Jump. Yes, AJ. Those I have one, and then that I, I couldn't decide on what I wanted to do. It was that mm-hmm. and one other one. So you took that one for me.
0: So obviously, Woody Harrelson's gone on
1: to do some great stuff like uh, over the course of his career, uh, post 1992, post this movie. But he is fucking hilarious in this. So and like, obviously, him, and that's the thing about these Ron Shelton films: a uh, Bull Durham and White Man Can't Jump. And I have not, by the way, and maybe TW, you're going to be
0: pissed at this. I have not seen Tin Cup, but yeah. Tin Cup's good. But, it's great. but but the chemistry between the leads
1: in this movie, between Snipes and Harrelson, mm-hmm. is palpable. Man, those two dudes carry the film from the opening credits to the end. Those two dudes are amazing. I fucking love them. Yeah, and Adrian, you could add Rosie Perez to that as well. Yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. It's just like yeah, she, she does is, a great job. The or, chemistry yeah. with her and Woody are just is just insane. Wonderful. Very well. She's a great actress. Yeah. Um, very underrated, I feel. Um, but her character is very boisterous, very loud, very in your face in this movie, as all the characters are. All the characters, even Kadeem Hardison, he's yeah. in your face, loud, mm. like they're all loud. They're all like obnoxious and Oh, they're just shit talking Ar- Arrogant. Yeah, just- arrogant. And you know, and they're playing for like, I mean, it's 1992 They're playing for small
0: change, like five grand, yeah, ten grand. Like they- I, can just to make- <laughs> I can hear Jimmy. What's that? I can hear Jimmy. They're they're playing, they're playing like they're 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 like trying to make ends meet. And obviously, Woody, Woody Harrelson's
1: character and Gloria, um, um, Rosie Perez's character, they're they're a couple, they're 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 being uh, pursued because they owe money to some some bad people. Yeah. (laughs) The Stookie Brothers. Stooky brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, And and it turns out that you know the hustling goes back and forth and back and forth. And um and um Billy Hoyle, he just can't help himself. He just cannot help himself. His ego, his desire to gamble. His, like, it, the whole thing, he can't help himself. But Woody Harrelson, he's my favorite character in the film. He's just so great.
0: He's AJ, he's so like, great. He's just unbelievably, he's
1: unbelievably talented basketball player, but really at his core, he's kind of a fucking loser. Yeah, like, he's just, he just loser. Is. He's a loser. But he's in a zone. Loser. I'm in a zone, man. I'm in a zone. He's a totally lovable loser. But like he's just a, you're right. He's just he's just this guy. He's just nothing is ever good enough. Nothing is ever they like after they won that tournament. He just could have gone home, brought the money to Gloria. Everything would have been fine, but it just yeah. wasn't good enough but because he, his ego he, got checked. His ego, got right? Checked his ego because checked, he didn't dump that ball at the end. Right. And Wesley Snipes talks some shit about it. His ego got checked, and he just couldn't fucking handle it because he was just he a little bit of a loser. And you know, it wasn't about
0: winning. It was about competing for him. Right. All he wanted to do was compete. Yeah. And be the winner of the competition. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it was so bittersweet at the end, right? They played the 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 duck.
1: Yeah. What's his name? Duck and whatever. whatever.
0: The Duke and but they,
1: something. D- right, whatever. But they play them and they beat them as so it's so bittersweet, right? Because they beat him. He dunks, but he lost the girl. Yeah. You know, he lost yeah. the girl because he, yeah, he just got, could yeah. not yeah. pass it up. He got he, yeah, he got his pride, he got his pride but he fucking lost in the end. You know, cuz yeah. he lost his girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, such a such a cool movie. Um always always interesting, always fun to watch. And Woody Harrelson, as we know, he went on to do some really great stuff in his career and even recently with three billboards outside Ebbing, Ebbing Missouri, he's fucking incredible in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a really great one actor. One of my favorite actors. What, what about yeah. what about his? He season really of, is GP. What, he what really about, is a great. What actor. about here? I know he got yeah. overshadowed in this, but what about his one season of True Detective with with, with Yes, yes, I mean, yes, so yes, yes.
0: He, he is, is a
1: terrific actor, terrific actor. And I know Snipes like is not at the level he he like uh, Harrelson got to like as far as being, you know, like. You know the, the sort of roles and stuff, but you know I like Wesley Snipes. I've always liked Wesley
0: Snipes. Yeah, he ruled know. his um, blade. Yeah, say he, he, he was great a, as blade. He
2: had a pretty strong run there for a little bit, and then he
0: did. He totally did. off a little bit, yeah. Then just totally, to yeah. And then you stop seeing screwed. him, yeah. right?
1: You stopped seeing him for a while, and then. But but uh, Harrelson is has sort of like stood the test of time, and right. uh, he's a terrific actor. And Rosie Perez too. She's awesome. So I think, you know, um, and and to your and and so what you were saying with Rosie Perez, like with, with Bill Durham, it was those three. It was the two guys and the girl. And 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 white men can jump similar, like Ron Shelton did the same thing. He had two great male leads and then the the female, the strong female in there. So it it worked well in both regards. Different stories, totally different stories, um, but great performances. And I love White Man Can't Jump. It's fucking awesome.
0: Tim, uh, do, you, do you have anything you want to say about White Man Can't Jump? No,
1: I mean, we, we definitely... I mean, I said
0: what I wanted. But, but could also... you like make a straight statement about that? Do you... Can you say you love White Man Can't Jump?
1: I... I'm not sure where we're going
0: with this. Just just say I love White Men Can't Jump.
1: I love White Men Can't Jump. Thank you. Okay, so you're going to cut off
0: the Can't Jump part. I'm going to cut off the Can't Jump part. Yeah, right. now I get it. White Men. That's going to play right
1: after. That is is actually true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's not condemning me. That's
0: fine. Um, Yeah, we, we already know how you feel. I love Little Children.
1: <laughs> you know what? You know what? But you know what boggles my mind about that soundbite is like, yes, where did it come from? I was saying I love the movie Little Children. Why do I
0: sound so frantic when I'm saying? <laughs> because I cut out the part we said the movie. <laughs> so okay,
1: can, can you play? Can you do it one more time?
0: Can yeah, you it's not. <laughs> well, keep in mind in between "loved" and "Little Children" were the words "the movie."
1: I love Little Children. Yeah. Why do I, why, like, why does my voice break? Like why? Right. Like, why, why, is, was it so why does so little implanting? children sound so? Yeah, like why? Did I, don't I know. Like, put that Urge, Urgent. Why does little children sound so urgent? <laughs> he yeah. just sounds yeah. so excited. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really, like, it, yeah, It could be I wasn't as good at editing, or it could be Tim just really loves the little children. Yeah, it, it always so cracks like, he, he, he feels, I, feel like,
1: I feel like he has some agency <laughs> there
0: yeah like people it, use it, that word
1: a lot agency it, it, it was like it, it was almost like i i was so excited about saying that because little children were actually right in front of me when I was <laughs> right like, right like that's was what it sounds the, like i was like losing oh your I mind little, at the time little, like yeah i was so excited what what was about to happen i love so. little children <laughs> like, why does my voice break like, it sounds like you this? have
2: a hard time catching your breath. Right? Yeah, that's bad, what right? I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I was
1: about, like, something yeah, like great was like about to happen. Mm-hmm. Deep, <laughs> like, he's hyperventilating. Like, DP have lined up like four in front of me. Right? You know, like, right. I like, like
3: hello? Little children. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
0: what a great gift. You know, I got so excited. Oh, right. shit. I'm going to have to edit that part out now, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna be
1: thrown off fucking like iTunes
0: before this is over. All right. I hope so.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um,
0: uh, we got, one got one more, more right? from you, t Yeah, yeah. This
1: is it. Um, let Do me it. say so. Let me say something really quick. I don't want anybody to question this because um, I'm not bringing up Major League. Major League is um mm. uh, not only about it. my. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's not only just one of my favorite sports movies. Major League is one of my. Top ten favorite movies of all time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but we talked about. it. I believe it's a, one of my bunker movies.
0: Yes, it um, is. and
1: we've talked about it here and there. So I just, I, you know, like we, we've talked about it enough. So I wanted right. everybody to know. I love Major League. No, AJ. I love Major League, but you know that I didn't bring it up just because we've 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 talked about it. So I, since AJ did bring up White Man Can't Jump DP, I am going to go back to what I mentioned earlier. I want to talk about the Wrestler.
0: All right, yeah. and,
1: and and it's because it has to be. Obviously, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. I, I I've written for a couple of different pro wrestling websites. I'm a fucking pro wrestling nerd. I don't care. It's thick, really. I didn't know. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got it. Yeah. Did you and, uh, don the
2: shorts for a bit yourself? I did, too? and as you guys mm-hmm. know, I
1: wrestled in the uh, trunks. The, I think yeah, called the, trunks. The, the the independent circuit in uh, for about five and a half years. I did that. Uh, was, was pretty, it pretty the, brutal,
2: was it trunks or was it more like the uh andre the giant speedo type i
1: didn't wear i didn't wear an andre singlet uh i didn't wear trunks either i wore like long pants like tight okay. pants, like edge you ever watch edge yeah i wear like those and i wore like the kick pads that he had that he had too so that was like mm. my guy okay, my okay. um but I, I bring it up because not only is the wrestler a wrestling movie, but it's, it's an independent wrestling movie um, about you know obviously the Mickey Rourke performance. Yeah, I, I get it, guys. Is that
2: what is that his move?
1: <laughs> you know who Daniel Bryan is. Congratulations! <laughs> but um, uh, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Mm.
0: By the way, Kate, all right, before we get into the wrestler, yeah, Crack it. Who cares? Let's just go. Um, some of your wrestling matches. That we all went to mm-hmm. were some of my fucking favorite nights. Yeah, like, they were We wild. had so much fun coming to watch you wrestle. Like, uh, that's it, what yeah. she said.
1: <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. But Dude, th- th- we
0: had an absolute blast. Like, it, you, you know, if, for people th- that don't know, like the independent wrestling circuit, it's usually kind of smaller ish crowds, but we would roll up life, with man. like 20, 30 people and be like a third of the crowd right just go fucking crazy for tim to the point where we would get the entire crowd behind him and he would be like the most popular wrestler in the building for the night and we had so much goddamn fun coming to watch you wrestle it was yeah, I I loved it. I that, I was such we, a fan of you doing that.
1: And then we'd go get legless drunk afterwards oh so just silly <laughs> fucking nice. insane amounts of drunk. But yeah, I, it, that was so. If you have ever seen the movie The Wrestler, it's Mickey Rourke, uh, the lead. Darren Aronofsky is the director. He did it's not a- win Best Actor, which I thought he did for some for like years afterwards. I thought he did. Mickey okay. Rourke, I thought he did too. Two he things, did not. I think he, I think he won the golden, maybe. Yeah, Sean Penn won from Milk. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. that robbery. Yeah. Um, t- two things. Yeah, that was bullshit. The other mm. thing is, AJ, um, we can hear you fine without you making out with your microphone every time you, <laughs> you talk to us. I, I don't think know. it's more fun to do it this way, I'm though. I'm not a fan. But um, the thing I... But, but it AJ, working. can you hear me? Yeah, it's also, it's also, by the way, Marissa Tomei, who can get it. Uh, In that movie about as, I mean, this is as hard as she can get it. Like since my cousin Vinny, all right, she's a (laughs) stripper in the movie. What about in the bedroom? I was going to say she can get it in the, I mean, dude, she's hot in that movie, but she's hot all the time, but, um, but she's, she's, parading around half the movie in a G string in the wrestler. She's it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. But the movie is, is really crazy. She plays a stripper, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. a, she she does. You could say that from two feet away as well. But um <laughs> the so never again. So but it is it's it's Mickey Rourke playing this guy who had been like a mainstream guy who they made reference that he was you know in something like the WWE, but now he was just old and beat up and had a heart problem and was just trying to make money by wrestling independent shows like and and they you know a lot of the stuff I saw in these independent shows were exactly the same <laughs> things I did when I when I wrestled it was it was very very similar and that's what I liked about the movie you could tell Aronofsky does his homework. And he went and probably interviewed a million independent wrestlers, probably went backstage to independent wrestling shows and saw how things worked Mm -hmm. because there's exactly how that goes down. Like, especially when they're in the ring, some of the things that they do in the ring, it's just very, very similar to everything I did. So the movie really hits home with me because of that. I can relate to it personally, but then at the same time, the performance from Mickey Rourke is what? Like the best thing he's done in his whole fucking career yeah, And he had been kind of right? He had been kind of quiet and since. for a long time. He had been like a uh, He's been pretty quiet for a long time They had other people who were interested in the role uh, There were a few, I remember looking it up there, There's a number of people who wanted this role But Mickey Rourke got it and he got into Like ridiculous shape for the movie too For mm. a guy who was like in his 50s He just looked great, played Randy the Ram Robinson He just, he looked great Um, And he's just a completely, like we talk about You know, Woody in, in uh, White Man Can't Jump He's just a flawed human being. He just can't help himself. He can't help being who he is, which is a total fuck up. He missed his daughter's life. He has horrible relationships. He's broke. He has, you know, he ends up working at a, at a deli. Remember when he fucking cuts himself at the deli on his finger and he sprays it all over his face. That scene is just really amazing. Um, it's an incredible movie. The performances kind of outweigh things. It, uh I mean, the performance, the perform performances and the directing really are just on another level. So um, if right. you're looking for like a cool, you know, wrestling movie, um, it- it's definitely something I would-, I-, I would check it out. It's heavy. It's definitely heavy, but mm. it's really good. And it's another one of those movies that has a great payoff in the end. Um, I-, I really love that movie. It's one of those ones I I, I can watch all the time, um, again, because I relate to it. But again, because the Mickey Rourke is just captivating. So I love it. Marky. have you seen The Wrestler?
2: Uh yeah, I have only uh once or twice I think, and closer to when it came out. But I really like that movie, and I'm glad that you picked it because mm-hmm. it's one of those ones that I kind of just creeps up into my subconscious every while. And I start thinking about that character. It's a very powerful story, and I like how we got Mickey work there. Um, who else do you remember? Who else was in the running for that
1: role? There were a number of people. Um, I actually want to Now, I want to say Nick Cage was one of them, but I, I could be, mm. be making that up. Um, there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people that wanted it. I like Like, seeing... there were, like Hulk Hogan wanted it, you know, obviously because you okay. know, no one would hire him. But like, I mean, mm. it, 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 but like a lot of like actual wrestlers wanted it as well.
2: I, I barely knew Mickey Bork at that time, but I knew kind of like who he was. So, like, even though this was uh, like an independent movie, I I was excited for this to come out like I, I, this is like right around the time where I kind of started paying attention to uh, movies like this, like mm-hmm. looking out for them, keeping my ear to the ground. And it, this was one of those payoffs, like such a powerful movie. It's so well done that scene where he's in the deli and just sticks Mm -hmm. his thumb in the slicer. That's something that still creeps up in your mind every once in a while. Just all Ah. over his face. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but yeah. And the, I love the, the ending of it too, where it's almost like a cliffhanger. Like, the, doesn't the doctor tell him like if you do this again you're gonna die?
1: Yeah, I think he's and, about to have. He has a heart issue, and
2: yeah, know, just, and he goes out there and he does it again. He's on the top ropes and he's crying, and they're all cheering his name, and it kind of just goes dark right there. So yeah, like yeah, you see him a,
1: drop and then cut, like it, it's Right, it's, right. Oh man.
2: So as a uh, viewer, you can take it kind of however you want, which I like as an ending to a movie. Like you know, you can you can uh, view it as happy dark whichever anything in between but it's just kind of cool how it's a little bit open to interpretation there at the end um yeah roller coaster of a movie very real i remember uh seeing not that long ago that um i think it was the deli scene that mickey bork was working in a deli and some of those people came up were real customers yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. he was just doing the grind so yeah, it's it, it's one of those movies that feels fucking real, and they they pulled it off.
0: Yeah, DP thoughts on the wrestler? Yeah, this is another one. Uh I really enjoyed it. It also came out at kind of a good time because it was um, it it was sort of shortly after the, uh, I I forget what it's called, like Dark Side of the Ring thing that showed Jake the Snake Roberts and how fucked up he got after leaving mm-hmm. WWE or of the time, WWF. So like you had already gotten a feel for what it was like for some of these wrestlers. Yeah. And then this one came out kind of on the heels of that. So it really, you know, gave people a, a, a real idea of how kind of dark and sh- like shitty wrestling can get. Cause yeah. I mean, the only wrestling you see, obviously, is on TV with all the glitz and glamour of the WWE. And, you know, but most people didn't know about this whole independent circuit. But you get, like I said, like the Jake Dorsenake Roberts thing came out and you found out what a absolute fucking mess he was. And, okay. you know, so, uh, but again, I, I love Marissa Tomei. So, oh. Just the fact that she was in this, I was excited I, to see it. So. This
2: movie was the one that sparked my interest Yeah, mm-hmm. Marissa Tome, uh, marking, that way.
1: Let me say real quick too, I just looked it up, I was right. The studio wanted Nicolas Cage. And uh, Aronofsky, he wanted Rourke from the beginning.
0: And okay. he was the mm-hmm. first
1: choice. The studio wanted Cage.
0: But yeah. They, they, yeah. they
1: got Rourke. So.
0: And uh, Hulk Hogan claimed yeah, he he told it. He he claimed he was offered the role, but I mean that's been disputed since. But Hulk
1: Hogan has pretty much lied about everything that's come out of his mouth in the last ten right? years. He's, <laughs> he, is he is so a, full of shit. He is a liar of a human being. I don't even know if yeah. he's lying or it's just is his brain's gone. I don't know right? at this point. Some of the some of, of the shit mind. that he's lied about. There's actually a website you can look up about Hulk Hogan's lies and then how they're ah. disputed. It's fucking hilarious. He's just—he's gone. He's in another yeah. dimension.
0: But. it's an absolute lunatic. So, mm. but yeah, I—I I love this movie. I, I think Marky really kind of hit it right on the head there, like the realism of it. Like it—it it really made you feel like you were like watching a documentary. And it was so almost, accurate. I'm know? telling you, yeah. these are
1: things. like, And even like so the, way the, the way they called moves in the ring and everything like that, that's how it mm-hmm. works for the independent scene. It's different than yeah. you know what you see on TV every week. The independent scene is very different. And, yeah. It, you know, the way they called the match, you know, and everything like that. Like that was Ernest Miller that played as that guy at the end. Um, Ernest Miller wrestled in WCW and a little bit in the WWE. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's... it. it I, I like when, you, like, we talked about the the fighter earlier, like, we can relate to those things. You know, I, I can actually physically relate to being in the ring and calling those spots and knowing right. when shit goes wrong. You guys saw me get fucked up a couple times in the ring mm-hmm. and have to call things. Remember when I when I broke my tailbone when we were in Laconia yeah. that night? And then the three of us got so hammered, I threw up on one of you or both of you or mm-hmm. something like that afterwards. But I broke yeah. my tailbone that night. That was a night we had to call call something on the fly to get me the fuck out of the ring, you know? it's. Right. It's very very similar. So AJ, the have uh, oh,
2: sorry. sorry. I'll bring it up later. I've got AJ? some questions about some independent stuff.
1: Okay, AJ, real quick, and then I'll. There's something? Oh, he's no, going to put I
2: it see. in his mouth. Michael <laughs> <this right now. laughs>
1: So uh, yeah, I love I love the wrestler. I haven't seen it in a while, um, but. I will say that Darren Aronofsky, he addresses a lot of heavy stuff like addiction and um, not just addiction to drugs, just like addiction in general. You know, I mean, I think Mickey Rooney's uh, Mickey Rourke's character. Sorry, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's character is addicted to this lifestyle too. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's about addiction and I think Aronofsky, like Black Swan, has some elements of that too. So I think he tackles Requiem. that Requiem.
0: Requiem yeah, is yeah, I mean,
1: hugely like I that uh, pie. Oh yeah. pie! Um, so it it really addresses that that whole idea, but it does it in a different way, and he's tackling a different subject matter. But um, yeah, I think he really. He approaches it in such an interesting way. And I think Rourke was the right call for this. um, Clearly. For this character, um, for this character study. Because I think Aronofsky does. That's the other thing. It's not just like addiction and stuff like that, but it's the character study. And I think Rourke was the perfect person to do this character study as the lead here. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great film. I think Aronofsky is an incredible filmmaker, incredibly gifted, like sort of uh, visionary, sort of filmmaker. Like I, I, yeah, I mean, even even the stuff that people don't love, like Mother from him, I loved that movie's fucking weird, but no, it's I, I, weird, but I loved it because I just love it's an allegory, but I just love. That he took on an allegory, like he just is an, Is he the Fountain? Is that uh, Aronofsky too? Or yes. I, that, yes. Okay. That's yes. a weird one. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's a weird. Is one, that the man. one
2: with right. uh, Wolverine in space?
1: Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. 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 It, it's a weird one. Marky. Yeah. In, 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 in any event, uh, I'm a fan of the wrestler. I'm a fan of Aronofsky, and I think um, yeah, it's a terrific film.
2: I think you'd be hard pressed to find a, a a film fan, a movie fan that is not. Uh, a fan of the wrestler. I mean, that just, that hits all the notes. That's a standout. It's a classic. Um, yeah, TW, I wanted to, in the, in the movie, the wrestler, I forget the character's name, but it's that time where, um, Mickey Vork gets paired up with like another one of those like old veterans. And the guy, like it shows them in the locker room before the fight scene. It's, it's cool the way they do it in the movie it's kind of like it splits back and forth between him talking of like, Hey, you cool with this? You cool with a little bit of blood? Mm -hmm. And like, then it shows him like slapping him with barbed wire. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then Uh, it shows him like picking like shit out of his skin. Yeah. It's got like a, like a three piece timeline of like this going back and forth. But, um, I was curious about that because it seemed really real. Mm -hmm. And I, um, since you were in some of that, I was wondering, um, like how much of the discussion of the match goes on before you walk in. And then like mm. you said, like the audibles are called like while you're out mm-hmm. there. But yeah. uh,
1: so again, I was a wrestler. Let's see. When did I, when did I retire? 2004 I retired. So that was a long time ago. So wow. When you watch, if you if you do watch WWE or AEW or anything these days, most of the matches, you'll see everything is completely scripted.
0: Like yeah. everything. You know, two minutes in, even. body
1: slam. Yeah, that's what I mean. Choreographed, but, you know, scripted, however. Um, everything. When I wrestled in the independent scene, it was very different. And that's what I mean. Like when they were talking, you know, basically the way it worked when I worked and, and I worked for a few different promotions and it was always the same. You you and the guy you were working with or the, you know, it was a tag team match, whatever it was, you mapped out a beginning, you mapped out an end and you basically just winged it in the middle and you called shit on the fly. And every, okay. cause everybody knows how to do the, the basic moves. Everyone knows how to do a body slam or take an elbow or take a suplex, you know? So you can call that shit on the fly. Um, and it's up to you as, as the person performing to make it look good, even though it's, it's stuff that, You don't. You didn't know was going to happen before you got in the ring. If you look back, right, like back, like you know, Ric Flair, right, was maybe the best wrestler of all time, right? Ric Flair in 1984 could have gotten in the ring with any of us if we knew all the base. If all of us knew how to do a hip toss, an arm drag, a body slam, a headlock, could have gotten in the ring with any of us and worked 20 minutes and. Could have made, made it, it work awesome. without, without scripting a fucking thing before getting in the ring, other than saying, hey, you're going to tap out to the figure four leg lock 20 minutes in. That's it. He could get a match out of us just by calling shit on the fly. That's how it used to be. And that's how it was kind of when I was there. Um, and then it was kind of trans. at the time I was, it was transitioning into more of a choreographed scripted thing, which is a lot of what a lot of garbage wrestling is now these days. And they don't look like wrestling matches. They look like fucking choreographed gymnastics routines and they're just stupid, yeah. but that's, that's a story for another day. But based on my experience, when I watched the wrestler, very, very similar, you talked about some stuff, you got some basic things. Hey, let's do a spot like this. I'm cool with this, and then you go in the ring and you just make it work. And if you've been doing it for a long time, you can figure it out. And that's what you know. Mickey Rourke's character in that movie—he was a professional. He'd been doing it for 30 years at that point in the movie. So, um, yeah, very, very similar to what I did. That that kind of basic, you know, this is what we do. Let's make it work when we go out there. It, it looks more genuine that way. So,
2: yeah, I I, I love that scene um, that I was just talking about <laughs> where he uh, fights with that like old grizzled like mop haired dude that's like yeah. bald with the skullet and yeah. behind the scenes the guy's like hey like he's like really nice he's like you cool with a little bit of blood and then on the stage the guy's like, Whoa, like yeah <laughs> i think if iron. i
1: remember oh my god um i know who the guy is too i can't remember his name but he's like a a hardcore wrestler that's what he does he you know,
2: seemed the, like yeah he i forget his name he's thing. been
1: around forever. He retired a number of years ago um and i can't remember his name bob holly no he, you know he was a. Uh, he, he never made it that far he was a. Uh, he was just a an indie wrestler um right it'll come to me afterwards but yeah no that's very, very again that's what i liked about it it was real yeah like, that's what i experienced so
2: that's cool
1: but I never did that barbed wire bullshit. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, that's some psycho shit. I'm
1: too I'm too pretty to get fucked up like that. Right. You know, again, just I'm not gonna. I got I got I got my head busted open, but normally that was by accident. Anyways, but I love the wrestler. I'm happy you guys love it. I loved all the sports movies we brought up tonight. But I think all we're right, getting to the it. point where um, hey,
0: think... we're running late. Yeah, but I, real quick, I j- I just want to talk about this moment because this was awesome, and I. I think the fans of of the podcast might appreciate this story. I think it might have been the first night I ever came and saw you wrestle. Mm. Um, it, you were, uh, wherever like up in Nashua, New Hampshire, or something. And there was a bunch of us, and we all came to see you. And uh, the they, you came out, and we went crazy for your match. And and later on in the night, there was a match where. There was a spot where, uh, like, these two guys were teaming up on the one wrestler. And he's like, oh, I need to go get a tag team partner. And the, like, 12, 13 of us started (laughs) going crazy for you. And we got the entire crowd to chant, we want the kid, we want the kid. Yeah. And so they had to change the spot and went back to the locker room and got you instead of the person they were supposed to get. So and you came out and finished the match. And the, the crowd exploded when you came out, dude. It was fucking amazing. Like yeah. you got so many people on your side. Your that pop when you came out of the locker room. It was unlike awesome. anything I've
1: ever felt in my life. First of all, it was supposed to be this this um a guy, the guy that was supposed to come out was this kid. I forget his name, but he was playing this hillbilly, stupid character thing. Mm-hmm. He had hurt his knee earlier on in the night. They were supposed to go get him. But when they went back to get him, they were like, we can't get him. His knee's fucked. But then everybody started chanting for me. Rip, who was one of the bookers, and Jeff, who was the other booker, they came into the back, into the locker room. Dude, I was literally in the middle of changing. I had my shorts around my fucking knees, like ready to like, change out of my. Boot. I still had my boots on, but yeah. I was literally like dick hanging out, and they're like, you're going back out. And I'm like, I pulled my trunks back up. I'm like, fuck. So when I got back out to the ring, with, I was with Gary Gary Kadalis. He's the one who went came and got me. Mm-hmm. When I got in the ring, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I yeah. slid in. And that guy, that guy slash Matt, he grabbed me and pushed me up against the ropes. and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. He's like, I don't know either. And I was just like, um, uh, go to throw me off the ropes. I'll reverse it and hit you with a drop kick. He's like, yeah, that, that that's perfect. So that's what we did. I hit him with that. The other guy got in the ring and then the, both of them, the two, the two heels went and leaned up against the ropes and me and Gary clotheslined them both over the top rope. Oh my God. The fuck it is like a hundred people popped. there. It sounded like there were 10,000 people. It was just like, <laughs> it was a wild <laughs> evening. I was like 18 years old. Yeah. I was a kid. It was, it was really wild.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite like memories of you wrestling, it was we you all your friends were there, and we just went so crazy that we got everyone cheering for you to the point you came back out and wrestled yeah. again.
3: Yeah, that was completely <laughs> ad libbed,
1: that was not planned in the least. I was yeah. ready to go home, mm-hmm. and they were like, Because I wrestled the opening match that night, I was yeah. ready to go home. This was the main event, and they were like, mm-hmm. You're going, and I'm like, Oh, me, yeah, all right, and that was
0: all us just being drunk 20 year old jerk off wild like. yeah <laughs> fucking wild evening wild yeah. evening
1: but no we could li- literally do an entire podcast me just telling wrestling stories especially like yeah. when i used to pick do like spot shows out western mass like out in like fall mm-hmm. river and shit oh my god some of the stuff that would go on out there but but yeah, again we're, we're, we're deviating this is a movie podcast yeah. i apologize but
0: That's yeah it. i had to bring that up because uh, yeah that was a great I've, been, great I've been night. trying to
2: get some of the uh, kid dynamite stories for for a long ass time now. <laughs> Boom! There you go.
0: That's very like, like. That's why the chant. like We want the kid because see, he was wrestling under Kid Dynamite at that. time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, those. Yeah. Those. That, that, that
1: was a. That was a good time. Good. good. Yeah, Sam. Sam awesome. told
2: me uh, a long time ago, um like, when I first got to know you guys, she was like, "Ask T.W. about Kid Dynamite." And I am like, "Who's that?" Like, just ask him. Like, <laughs> she gave me a look. I'm like, I don't know if I
1: should. It sounds yeah. like i'll save that (laughs) a lot a lot lot of fun a lot of injuries but uh nothing i would ever Mm -hmm. uh, i would ever give back it was a lot of fun so
2: that's cool good but we
1: we gotta wrap this tonight boys this is is going this is going long boys uh, dp this isn't going to be the very typical hour and 45 minutes which we always hit exactly for some fucked up reason but it's so weird but um let's wrap um we can talk more about uh, what we're going to do moving forward. We were, may- we talked about maybe trying to do this biweekly. I don't know. We're going to have to mm-hmm. have a conversation, yeah. um, but this was great. I love getting back after tonight. It was a lot of fun. Love, love chat movies with you guys. Um, so uh, if anybody's got any final thoughts before we call it.
0: Uh, yeah. Real quick, uh, please hit us up. You can find us on social media. Uh, everywhere Facebook Instagram Twitter we are at movie council pod and if you've got anything for the show you can email us at movie council pod at gmail.com and yeah give us a rating and a review wherever you're listening you know it definitely it helps out the podcast so give us five stars leave a review we super super appreciate yeah, it
1: and, and guys please do by the way especially the emails and the or the uh uh Instagram messages. We've made a pledge. We made this. No matter what you send us, we will read it on the air. Yeah. This isn't one of these podcasts where, like, you just, you know, trust me, I, I send messages to podcasts all the time. They never read my fucking messages. Right. We will read it no matter what. You can call us a bunch of cunts. Oh, God, I did it again. um and, But we will read it. We will absolutely read it. And uh, sure. that that's, that's how we roll. So um, guys, if there's nothing else, we call it an evening.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. For
1: myself, the CEO mm-hmm. for my boy, the hotshot banker, COO, AJ DP, my boy and the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Mark Bonderon. You guys have a wonderful week. Hope you loved the Super Bowl. Hope you loved our sports talk movies tonight. And we hope to hear from you soon. Good night. We love you.
0: Night, night. Love you, Mom. This says burn in
1: hell. (laughs) The movie council is adjourned.